Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. terribly by the way is that a french accent i think she was supposed to be i don't know what she was i haven't seen this movie in a long time too so i'm probably gonna get in trouble um okay so all right um let's try it again. wasn't i was thinking it was lumiere on beauty and the beast so wow. that would could not this be is it. the essence of sex maybe they said that in that movie i don't remember um i'm trying to think you french. are going to turn down a pussy like this? Oh! <laughs> what is that movie called? Oh, no, I'm about to be so mad at myself because I just totally blanked. But I know what it is. Who stars in the movie? <sighs> Don't do this Just say to the me. star of the movie and I'll take it. It's a point. But I cannot think of it. So this doesn't count. You don't know what you're talking <laughs> <I> about. <don't. laughs> no, I know it. Anyone can say I can that. I quote that scene. Well, I could, but not right now. I can't. But normally I would be able to. Who is it? I know this. Oh, no, I don't have enough Google details it. to Google. God damn it. Okay. You know just what? take a guess of who the star of the movie is and we'll just use it as a point or not. Don't do not do this to me right now. It is now. a black person. Yes, <laughs> I go. know. <laughs> a black male person stars in the film. I know that, but I cannot think of his name. Alrighty. And so, I know. Well, hey guys, this is the read. <laughs> I just don't ever know it. I'm sorry. I am Arsenio Hall. And I am getting really annoyed with the fact that I never know these fucking movies. It's not my fault. I only see things once. Classic black comic movie from the 90s. I want to... No, I I have a guess, but I don't want to say it because I'm very ashamed of being wrong. I mean, your life's not on the line. <laughs> like it's not- no, people drag me. I mean, people be like, "Bitch!" Every week, it's designed for you to fail. So I wanna, I wanna say it's that. Red Fox, but if that's wrong, I people, I will be it shamed. Really, isn't Red Fox? But so I will be shamed. Close-ish. Red Fox did a movie with Eddie Murphy. <sighs> Called Harlem Nights. That is not the movie. I have seen Harlem Nights, though. If you'd have said something about getting shot in the pinky toe, I would have known it. But it's not Harlem Nights. Oh, no. I said close because Red Fox is adjacent. 
Eddie Murphy, in, in many ways, is a child of Red Fox, and they've worked together. Oh, you're, you're, and you're so, being generous right now, and I really appreciate the that. The movie Thank is you. Boomerang. The Boomerang, which I only saw half of one time. Fair! <laughs> but I remember that. Doesn't change the fact that many people have seen it many times. Okay, well. Enough to know that part even. I think even Iggy Azalea does. Okay, all right. So are you just rubbing salt in the wound now? Because Iggy Azalea, that was personal. That that hurt. Like, Iggy Azalea, really? I'm pretty sure she should. I mean, I actually, I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't, even though it was on our mixtape. Well, I'm just black. I don't have to be a student of black culture. <laughs> That's fair, too. So, fuck her. Um, all right. Well, Black Excellence this week, I actually meant to do this last week, uh, but... Sisters, they are calling the uh, Venus and Serena of golf. Oh, okay. Uh, They go by the names Layla and Roxy Phillips. Layla is six years old. Uh, Roxy is four. Miss Layla. Oh, my God. Oh, both sisters are from Compton, by the way. So just bringing it even closer to the fact that they are the golfing. Yeah, no, they little y'all meant for real. Um, I mean, they've got little barrettes. These everything. are the cutest children. Oh my god! So I just can't wait to be elderly, God, you know, willing, and they're just like the greatest athletes of all time. <laughs> Hopefully, by then, white people will allow black people to have things, <laughs> so maybe we won't have to deal with all of the second guessing. But yeah, hopefully, y'all won't have great. to forcefully take your things like Serena and Venus have had to. Layla, six-year-old Layla, won a Southern California PGA Drive Chip and Putt competition and is now qualified to compete in a Junior World Contest in San Diego, which means she will be competing against other kids who golf from places like Japan, from places like Canada, very far off places like that, Africa, and so on and such which. So these girls, Layla specifically, is so sickening okay. <laughs> at the sport of golf that they've said, okay, all of you other uh, California girls, you can you can move. We're taking her global <laughs> right. because none of you can take her. And oh, she is six. Goodness. And her four-year-old sister really enjoys making the putts, the close <laughs> It's, she says, uh, Layla, she's partial to hitting on the fairway, which I'm uh, assuming means uh, being bad and bougie. I don't really know how that works. I, but No, I also don't know. I think it's when you like. It's something special. Like maybe you smack you, it in. In a certain direction. Like when it, when I think it maybe it's like an initial hit. Like, you know, when you're like oh, hit the, it really far. Oh, for some reason I thought it had something to do with the wind. <laughs> Yes. I don't know. I don't know. But they do. She's four. <laughs> She's four and knows that, that we do not. So look up um, oh my these God. young, beautiful ladies, Layla and Roxy Phillips. Oh, my God. Compton, Cara- Carolina. Compton, Carolina. That is where they are from. Yes. The make-believe place that I just created from my mouth. That's <laughs> fine. Compton, California. And shout out to their mom, Jasmine, who said, in our family, education is always the first priority. So our first goal is full ride scholarships to <laughs> I know Stanford. Right. Oh, okay. And everything. She's. Let me she's, tell you, she knows where her baby. Say it out loud and make it plain. And everything else after that is icing on the cake. So Girl, I can't wait. All right, goals. To um, hear more about them. Another. A story that Ellen could be picking up that I haven't heard. Uh oh. I'm picking up because you know she's partial. Yeah. 
No, I get it. You know, they, they're very specific. No, I get I understand what you're doing right now. And I cannot say nothing about it because you're right. So <laughs> I'm just letting the moment happen. Look, found Dory. All I right. love that they're... Okay, see, don't do that because I love that movie. But I love that this baby's hair is in beads. Like, that's just... Just so you know. Just so you know. Like, we're black. It's, we, it's black as hell over here. What's up? <laughs> and we go and reminds me of younger pictures of Venus and Serena. Exactly. Oh, I love it so much. Well, that's about it for the positivity this week. <laughs> oh, damn, um, so suit. Not even ten minutes. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like mm-hmm. my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show this week in <laughs> sick sad world now are any of these well this one's sort of sweet but also no one cares um actually well, all right that's I'm okay start, if it's sweet you know that's still nice i'm gonna start with the thing i care the least about and that's pebbles um she is saying that uh, a judge will be moving her lawsuit against Viacom for that TLC movie. Okay. They'll be moving this forward to trial. And I think that she used an opportunity. Uh, where, where, remember when Jada was pissed about her betrayal in that Tupac movie? Mm-hmm. And is using this as a way to say, you girls can't just spend all of this money on telling lies. And I'm going to get my just like, girl, not only... Pebbles, do we not care about your ass? Right. We don't really care about TLC no more. So that's also true. Like, I mean, I and I would say probably when that movie aired was about peak TLC interest. So 
It's just, it's actually been a decline from here because they keep saying stupid shit. They won't shut up. And apparently whatever they just released is terrible. I don't know because I will not listen to it. Yeah, but, I'm, good. I'm good. Right. So if good you expect it to get public guy. sympathy or something like that, we we love Jada. Who are you? I know we and we care. all know that y'all scam them girls out their money. We so also know we that. don't care. That's also true. <laughs> so, God damn. Right. Like, it's just nothing. I mean, at the end of the day, this is all about you feeling like your image was tarnished or they told some stuff that wasn't true. And not only do we not believe you, then we also just don't care about anybody involved anymore. Right. Like, niggas legitimately care about little mama more than everybody else right now. Like, and that's just cause she's putting on different outfits and still niggas care more. That's so, just about it. I mean, I'm just saying, so that really says a lot. It also says a lot about this week's batch of stories because really people are still constantly talking about um, Dream's parents. And no, we really don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah, no, we won't. Oh, okay. I'm just saying that I don't know. Maybe a lot of the other loonies have decided to take a break so that, you know, uh, them niggas can get that shit out of their system or whatever. I don't know. But yeah. I looked around. Plenty of niggas getting sued. Plenty of niggas also suing. And the rest was just kind of like, all righty. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is until something like legally happens. Let's talk about love. Um, yeah. Okay. Specifically Amber Rose's love. See, I knew it wasn't going to be a real love. I knew it. I knew it. You know, because they spend lots of times on private jets and matching space jam sweaters, just talking about life and, you know, existentialism and, uh, war and peace. I yeah. don't know. Whatever. This is what she and 21 Savage just casually chat about. And probably like rocket power and, you know, regrets all grown up. I was about to say, let's ratchet it down just a bit because I feel like his interests are just a little more juvenile. She posted a photo of them together. We were questioning the legitimacy of this relationship last oh, week. Oh, right. Briefly. But you said they might really be in love. I considered it just because I like to come at all angles. I feel like only fools are just square on one thing, you know, oh, without. Yeah. Right. And it could be a combination of reasons. Right. So here's what the caption says. Oh, God, I can't read all of it. It's pretty amazing waking up every morning feeling love like this. Oh, <laughs> I've cried endlessly and been hurt a lot in my life. I've been abused, talked to like I wasn't shit, been gaslighted and slut-shamed by men that I once slut-cared about. Okay, I definitely thought this was 21 Savage's Instagram until we got to slut-shamed. <laughs> I thought I said she. I'm sorry. So I'm so thankful that God brought this amazing person with a knife tattoo on his face oh my in God. my life. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely, with my back. She did not say that. I Whatever, do. semantics. And is ready to pull up to defend my honor by any means maybe he's just as broken as me and that's why we're perfect for oh, each other well there it is but either way you know acknowledge that is really important. right there but either way he's not going anywhere and neither am i codependency yeah everybody wave your hands amber i'm not buying it and even if i did like I love this. This is actually the kind of transparency I want to start using in Instagram captions. Like, she really laid it all out there in that one sentence. Maybe we're both just fucked up. 
maybe he's just as broken as me, and that's why we're perfect for each other. But maybe so. Way, he's not going anywhere, neither mm. am I. I'm gonna guess that you were pretty accurate on that that last piece. Yeah. I still don't buy it. Like I I don't I don't buy it. I wouldn't be surprised if whoever Twenty One Savages signed to said, "Hey Amber, <laughs> for a cool couple stacks, can you see if y'all are cute together?" And Amber don't mind. Like I don't because his album just came out. It's not bad, but either saw, way, like I saw something the other day about he he was talking about how she got him drinking water now. <laughs> what? Nobody I don't know, that. you know, I don't know if niggas was just bullshitting or if this was a real interview. Somebody made this up. Mm, I kind of... I'm looking at her. The so. thing is, you have to because you're really not sure. Because 21 because Savage tw- looks partial looks to Looks dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> like a cold, high fructose corn syrup. He looks like he loves juice so much that Amber had to wean him off. Same right. way she did Sebastian. Like... <laughs> Watering it down a little Sebastian bit. Sebastian was just kind of like... Yo, like, <laughs> where is all of the Hawaiian punch? Like, <laughs> nigga, did you really finish my Tahitian treat? I'm sorry. Um, oh, wait a minute. No, God. Hold on. No, I feel like Amber is giving him, you know, organic pop. Or... Yeah, definitely Whole Foods. Yeah, Whole Foods. Yeah, Whole Foods juice. What is that good ass blood orange pop that I love so San much? Pellegrino. Oh my God, yes. You That's might as good. well have a sun kiss, though, girl. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> right. I feel better about it. Because <laughs> right. they say, well, this is the fancy kind. <laughs> Where else you going to get a blood orange soda? Exactly. Nowhere exactly. Here. And it's little pieces of blood orange in it. So you just feel like you're drinking a healthier thing. The when, slogan should I'm say, sure you're get not. your diabetes from us. <laughs> According to 21, Rose has been a positive influence on his life. This is the quote. She make me do shit that I don't normally do. Like, take vitamins and drink water. <laughs> I so knew he it. said it out of his I own black-ass mouth. <laughs> I said, mm, maybe that's fake, but look at 21 Savage. He don't look like he just drink water. This is, sounds, he this reminds not. me of a Jackie O song, a.k.a. A- uh, Angela Agape in these streets now. Google oh, it. man. Um, she gave her life back to the Lord. Oh, but okay. either way, she used to have a song where she said, I ain't going to sweat them and I ain't going to chase them, but I'm going to breastfeed them and I'm going to raise them. <laughs> That's how I feel about this. Yeah. This union. Okay. That Ambrose has decided to raise another child rather than having one, you know, okay. naturally. And um, probably get a couple of couple of dollars off of it as well. I just don't, I don't uh, yeah, see it. Yeah, because you had to convince a nigga to drink water. He didn't just naturally feel like it's time to hydrate myself. And take vitamins too. With something that doesn't have added flavors or Probably colors. like two Bettys and a, <laughs> a Fred. He needs to take, well, I was about to say, are they chewable, my nigga? More than likely. Are they you gummy though? Himself. Are they like? Probably a gummy. <laughs> You know, Not they got even the, gummy the original the... hard-ass Flintstones. Those were delicious. Yeah, no. They got the gummy with the sugar all over it now, too. Oh, wow. So he's going to get his... She's just like, yeah, this is your sugar for the day. Here's your treat. And then water for the rest. <laughs> yeah. She probably He probably brushes his teeth every day now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Making all kind of changes. Cleans his ears. Starting to feel good. Cuts his toenails. Pees more than once a day. Right. They don't smell like pine things, saw in the whole things house. Things are different for 21 Fiber. <laughs> Probably. That is disgusting. So I'm not going to, you know, even Ugh. hate on Amber. You're out here actually, you know, raising a Doing a someone else's work, and but, you know, <laughs> that's fine. Good for y'all. He has been speaking very highly of her and actually saying really 
like interesting things. The thing is, whatever makes you happy. Like I can laugh at these circumstances because I think they're absurd. But if you are with somebody that makes you happy, I can. I'm not hating on that. Like I'm literally not at all right back in my motherfucking bed when I get home and continue to pay this rent. Right. It doesn't matter how (laughs) exactly. I'm just gonna say it because I want to. Exactly. And because it's funny to me the idea of raising a nigga. (laughs) It is like very funny. A nigga with a knife tattooed between his. I mean, and having to raise him to the point of like drink water frequently is like a lesson right <laughs> i cannot she's literally dating one of the kids from lean on me I was like, he's mentally 16 years old <laughs> does he eat chicken tenders he's not when you go out? <laughs> does he order chicken tenders when y'all go out oh my goodness that is the sign every time well you know they're doing great together yeah best of and, no best of luck to them and all of that and as long as y'all are happy is right. that it? Are we done? Um, also, in the realm of love, here's some people who just lost theirs. Um, if you remember, I think some people call them hot convicts. White people call them hot convicts. Niggas call them prison bay. Okay. And white people that love hot niggas call convict. them prison bay. <laughs> hot convict. I've never heard that. Wow. It's right here on the New York Daily News. So the light-skinned nigga uh, with the uh, uh, Tamika Cobble eyes named Jerry Meeks, Jeremy Meeks, uh, you might remember him for going viral last year when his mugshot came out and everybody was like, oh my goodness, he looks like um, Chris Brown's cousin that actually kills people. Yeah. And, oh my, could she so wet or whatever. <laughs> and so he eventually got out. Mm-hmm. and was embraced by the fashion industry because <laughs> if there are two things that high fashion houses love. Mm. Say <laughs> it. Uh, niggas and niggas with edge. That's it. So, <laughs> That's um, it, and he's light-skinned on top of that. Tattoos, a viral story. And has that face down. He was, everybody looked at him like, you're going to have a contract as soon as you get it. And he and literally did. he definitely did. did. Um... <laughs> So he walked uh, for a bunch of people during the, uh, was it Paris Fashion Week? Probably Paris, New York. I don't know how long he's been out, but he's definitely been getting his yeah, work in. Yeah, I've been seeing his name um, every now and then. So here's the thing. There was uh, a woman he was married to, Melissa Meeks. Um, she's 38. He's 33. Oh. Now, this is this white woman. <laughs> Melissa's white. Melissa looks white to me. I don't want to, but she definitely looks like she ain't. Mm, yeah. No. She might have like a little bit of something in there. I would also consider her white, but she's like, like I wouldn't say a little bit of black, but she might not be like something like, right now. I get it. Mary Caucasian. <laughs> I just I wasn't know. sure. Cause you never know if they leave white girls for white girls or if they leave black girls for white girls. You, you know, it's just always one or the other. <laughs> yes. But this woman looks quite white to me. Okay. Either way. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, she stuck with him through prison. She stuck with him through prison, which nope. any white women wouldn't. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I mean, congrats to you, girl, I guess. Um, he got out and when he was doing his fashion thing, um, apparently he must have met Chloe Green, who is referred to as the top shop heiress. So I'm guessing that mm. who, whoever owns top shop 
is this girl's father, father or grandfather or something. Right. Mother, um, somebody. Somebody. So he was out in Turkey on a yacht and paparazzi caught him and Miss Chloe Green kissing and being all hugged up while he was fully 1000% married to mm, this Melissa woman got you. who stuck by him while he was locked up and um, probably cheating. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I mean way most prior to definitely. this. Like, certainly prior to this. What? Out of prison, probably. In prison. I was going to say, there's so, never been a time that Jeremy was faithful to Melissa. I just doubt it. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. Maybe they've been together for a long time. She's a little older, so he just. Over kinda, eight years. There you go. They have a seven-year-old. There you go. Together. Yeah. Named Jeremy Jr. I get it now. So when these hot photos of the hot convicts (laughs) hit the streets, (laughs) um, white people really did remix that. They just couldn't say prison, babe. They couldn't do it. It was too much. I mean, hot convict is still in quotes, so you could have still. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. They just—it's cool. Um. Yeah, Miss Melissa filed for a divorce or said she was making plans to file for a divorce. Jeremy said, don't worry about it and filed for legal separation um, from his wife. Well, I don't damn. know if Chloe is planning on taking care of that ass, but. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, I know Miss Chloe is paid because I've lined her pockets myself a couple of times. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about shopping at Topshop, I've done the absolute same. I mean, especially because Ivy Park, like. I, I mean, just, I have on Chloe's clothes now. But I, right, I was, you know, no, ooh, I do too. I literally, like, whenever I'm like, oh, I have to be somewhere, let me go to Topshop and find something to wear. Like, I'm so lazy. I'm just like, whatever's at Topshop will work. So I've given Miss Chloe more than my fair share of her money. So I'm sure she's more than able to take care of this young man in whatever way. She wants to, but it sounds like he's making his own money. You know, like he's actually working. So, hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Melissa had to know that when he got out, all this hype around him, it the marriage was not going to last. She had Thank to. You. Had to. Melissa should have broke up with that nigga as soon as... As soon as, as he went in? He, well, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like the he day looked, after you went in. He looked like a pill <laughs> before anybody knew about him. That's true. So he had to have hoes. Now this nigga is getting out of prison and people are offering him all of this. He done been viral and all yeah. these motherfuckers see how fine this motherfucker is. And you know he ain't got no scruples. He so probably bitch. started taking care of himself. <laughs> like making sure he washes his face his real vitamins good. And, and drinking water. <laughs> I'd have been like, thanks so much for all of these years and let's cope. What? If she's but I still, already know what's about to happen. Oh no, girl, right. You I feel like she should have prepared herself emotionally. Like the just the sheer amount of hype around him while he was still locked up. Like, girl. The answer is, is a, a, a no. It's a, it's a no. It's gonna be a no from me. And niggas be like, you ain't they'll like really try to make like a pressure a lot of Women, when they get locked up, to stick by them for their whole sentence and right. just do right by me. I mean, I don't even know how long he was locked up during this one time. I don't think it was that I don't long. know, but his charges sounded bad. And this was a while ago that, I mean, I feel like he was at least gone a year. Yeah, it was for a quite a while. And wasn't he in but... and out of jail? Like, <laughs> he had a record. 
<laughs> All I know is, oh, let no. this be. If you are even considering, like, okay, do I want my pussy to dry up because this nigga ain't shit, oh, or girl. am I just gonna do me? Because no, I mean, mm. all this loyalty that this girl probably she's like, right. I'm doing the right thing by my husband. Oh like, hell blah, no! Blah, blah, blah. And went out and found him the first kale salad. Okay. That he could. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And said, "Fuck you." And, and filed for a separation right up like like the pictures ain't even cold yet right. like they're still hot off of the press. He was like, oh, I guess it's out now. Separation, okay, cool. whatever. Yeah, like girl, he clearly didn't give a shit. If he was, he wasn't. He didn't give a damn about you, and I feel like that was very obvious because he's on the boat with this young girl, not giving a fuck about whatever it is you got going on. But it just speaks to how much men ain't shit that we just expect you to know that he's going to leave you. We just expect you to know that because niggas ain't shit, and you give a man fame and money when he's never had either? Girl, what wife? You'll be lucky to get child support. (laughs) <laughs> like and that's like an honest for real girl she says that he kept saying i'm sorry you didn't deserve this and we talked about divorce <sighs> i told him i didn't think marriage could be saved he agreed the marriage is over yeah well damn there is a lesson in everything including this and i hope both of the meek mills um are able to learn theirs uh for him it's probably <laughs> you know as long as I got these light eyes and this light skin, somebody will take care of me. I'll be just fine. And right? He has learned that lesson. And it's a it's it's pretty true. So <laughs> you can literally have whatever you like. You you have unlocked access to a brand new world. That shit is in your past. So I hope old girl went and got her a court order for child support because she's gonna need it. It's kinda like beige China. <laughs> like anyway. what did I used to do? Tactic. Kind of the same, Amy. Well, you know. Also lost love. Uh, it is what it is. Brandy apparently dumped. All uh, right, we won't do this. Sin the Baptist. I don't know much about her. Uh, not Brandy, the other one. Yeah, I was about to say, you know enough to call him her. So, but. So. Rumor had. Okay, so first of all, this, this young man was like assaulted his way into my life. Because so many of what? the singing queens I follow, oh okay, uh, heard about some song he did with Brandy, and I kept seeing this cover of his album or mixtape or whatever it is over and over and over again, and I kept asking, "Well, who is who is Sister Baptist and why?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw featuring Brandy. I'm like, "Oh, okay, so Brandy's probably on here singing her <laughs> ass off." Didn't really think that this was supposed to be her man. So every time they would post things together and talk about Brandy being so happy in a relationship, I was like, all right, well, TikTok. Um, now here we are. Uh, the rumor has it that Brandy dumped uh, this young man oh, after he had a secret baby mama that Brandy never knew about. Furthermore, it says here... Um, that during Essence Fest, the baby mom and the kids showed up. Brandy and Sis had no idea this was going down. I and told you dramatics. everybody was at Essence. <laughs> and you meant everyone. Wow. You mean to tell me a baby mama is what did it? 
Look, shocker of a lifetime for me. I wonder, was that before or after she? I think she did a couple of shows during that weekend. So I yeah, wonder she if had that was. doing some stuff. Hmm. A baby mom. Huh. Gotta say, if that's true, that's one hell of a plot twist. Because I definitely thought you was going to find out about somebody on the on the side, but... He seems like he's got... A, a, he seems like he's, he spends a lot of time trying to prove a point. So I don't... Yeah. That's not surprising to me. That what a kind has, way to say that. Like, biological children with a woman. Yeah. I mean, and I don't really understand why you would hide something like kids. Like, what, was I really never going to find out that you had a whole-ass baby? Really? You was just never going to disclose this? He also uh, is a, a, a gospel... Artists, Artists, but cousins? I think I've only read one interview of his, and I don't really... It takes a lot to convince me to listen to new gospel artists, no shade. No, same. I have my old faves that I have listened to, like, pretty much all my life, and then a few newer ones, and then that's pretty much it. And it's great, because most of the old faves end up having, like, generations and generations of children that all sing. So right, oh, that's true. I've got, like, Their it's children like automatically dynasties. get a pass. Like, I just know like, mm, where I'm going. That's true. Sisters... Brothers, yes. kids, like we've got right. that. I'm not trying to hear no Kia told me about him. The first she was like, he's a gospel rapper and apparently he rapper. curses. And sure enough, he's on there cussing and okay. rapping about God at the same time. And I was like, this is what I'm telling y'all okay. about gospel rap. It just does not work for me because I those two things don't go together. So the thing is, I'm just not going to rap about God in like a... I love you, Lord, I worship you and serve you type of way and be cursing at the same time. Just because I've grown up to have a respect for God that does not include that. Like, and I don't, I don't know who his audience is that is like, yeah, I would love to hear swearing in my gospel music. Like, who? Whoever. No one goes to gospel music for that. Like, you go to gospel music for the literal opposite of that. If I'm misunderstanding... Um, maybe it's not. Maybe it's a new generation and I don't get it. If I'm misunderstanding his mission statement, somebody can please let me know. But I'm sh- like, I'm quite certain that we listened to like 10 seconds and I heard something like, <laughs> you know, where all my saved See? niggas at or some oh. shit like that. And I was like, no, thanks. <laughs> well, I'm done. I'm full. Okay. I may not be too mad at where all my saved niggas it at. It didn't stop there. Mm, okay. Of course it didn't. <laughs> like, because that's not, mm, I'm just saying, like, that by itself may not be that bad. I'm but not I'm giving just you not, money for that. Right. I'm not going to, that's just not for me. I have gospel that I listen to and love, and I just don't have any space in my life. I hate, I love God to this day. If I hear it, I want it off. And you know what? I respect everybody who feels that way about I love God. I really, I'm not even, I'm not going to argue with you about it. It's just that some things are so awful that I love them, and that is one of them. So you're literally calling I Love God the love and hip-hop of gospel. <sighs> Disagree. I want you to. No. I, I, I had to take a second to really think about it, okay. decide whether that was, you know, that's a weighty statement, but I will accept it as fact. Love, I love God <laughs> is the love and hip hop. It is. Of the it Christian is awful. Community. It should not be consumed, but somehow you cannot turn away from it at the same time. That's how I feel about that song. Wow. I'm just saying. Well, well you we know. all sin and fall short. This is the thing. I don't let these things cause me shame. Not as much as Sin the Baptist. But if it's over, you know, Brandy has a lot she has to deal with aside from niggas. So, yeah, I worry about Brandy because we knew way too much about this relationship way too early on. If you still finding out about baby mamas, 
I just don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is about her, though. That and that incessant need to prove that, like, she and Whitney Houston were the bestest of friends. It's just. They will not, like, she really fucked herself with that. It really makes because me people, be concerned for her. People in those jokes are just, it's endless, and almost every single one of them is funny. Yeah. Because that's how hard that's she how was she going. Acts, like, right. So fucking oh, crazy about that shit. Like a little, I don't want to call her any animal. I was going to say like a little puppy that has like a puppy brother or friend and nobody else can touch them. Back right. Them. Like, yes. <laughs> like, right. Or even just children. Like, <laughs> no, you are not allowed to love anything over here don't touch it don't yeah. acknowledge it it doesn't give a, fuck a lot of kids you. are like that with new siblings that either you hate a lot of them are like ew keep it from me but right. then a lot of more nice. are like this baby belongs to me and i will supervise the rest of you looking over it but don't touch it and everything goes by me right move it and you know i can see blue ivy kind of being like that with the twins I like can see that too Hi, Beyonce. Just checking on you, making sure that, you know, you're feeding my babies on a timely schedule. But also okay. when Beyonce is not around, <laughs> quietly reminding the the boy twin that the girl twin is superior. <laughs> like forever in, in, yeah. in life, they'll always know. Like, Hi, sir. Love you so much. Romy, <laughs> what's wrong? Like, Romy gets like a whole different, like an Obama. Romy, my nigga. Right. Like, why did you have such a great uteruses over deuteruses? You went there. <laughs> you really did. No, Blue Ivy went there. This, no, this is your fault. You did this to me. No. <laughs> anyway, what were um, we talking about? So next on the story, I think this is last. I really tried, guys. Like, I don't know why. Maybe everyone is like, this was fine this week. But I don't know why. Like, all of these stories are so dumb. Well, we taped late last week. So we got everything last week and oh, we had a short week. And niggas be waiting until Thursday to be a mess anyway. So yeah, I guess something like, always happens. We picked up all of the week stuff last yeah. week because whatever. I don't know. Um so the other day oh god who was it somebody oh one of the niggas from pretty ricky posted a photo of b2k's album cover saying some shit like if we can if we can make it work y'all can too because you know and basically like what like like paid homage to b2k as like a young black uh, sickening boy band. The fact that I do remember B2K paving the way for Pretty Ricky. I mean, they absolutely did. But, I mean, I was a whole ass adult when B2K was a thing, so I could not have given a fuck less about them kids. I was just kind of coming into my ornery jaded phase around that. Okay. And I remember seeing them everywhere I went when I would go and do something out in the city. And they were always really loud and boisterous and, like, yeah. very, very childish. See, I think I was like 23, 24 years old. I had no interest. So I didn't either. But I, I mean, they were just so fucking popular. You could not get away from them. And they music. Whereas Pretty Ricky, I only I remember somebody in Red Draws. I thought we were talking about Pretty Ricky. We're not. Is that not? Is not Pretty Ricky was the ones running around acting crazy. I oh, remember. I thought you meant B2K was. Because they were from Miami. Oh, got you. So oh, so you literally the saw them yes. out. Got you. Okay. Hmm. That's probably my bad. But well, yes, B2K, on the other hand, they were 
everywhere. I mean, yeah. in the name of Little Saint, you really couldn't. I mean, and them. I watched a lot of BET back then, and they were always on 106 and Park. Yeah, like really B2K, Bow Wow, Bow wow oh the God. 106 and Park First Family or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no. So I remember all that, but Pretty Ricky just never held my attention musically. Mine. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that's what I remember about them. That one nigga in the red draws. Spectacular. Spectacular. My God. And so they came. It just made me think of that dumb ass song that the light skinned girl from Keely Williams did where she was like a hooker or whatever. The sex was spectacular. What a train wreck. Anyway. <laughs> that video was so bad. It was so dumb that and bad girl. and poorly done. And oh just my everything God. was awful. Um, so in the comments of this post that I don't remember which one of the Pretty Ricky boys it was that posted it. But in the comments, Raz B appears from china or wherever she's been i don't i mean okay didn't he say he had a club in china they he like bought it i don't know so the thing is i every time you say rasby i think that's the one from love and hip-hop with the crazy baby mama but it isn't and then i remember that and then i cannot rasby's the one who lost his raz mind um let me just google his not too long ago and he accused um chris stokes of Things we all accused Chris. Oh yes. Okay. Oh. Back. I remember him. Okay. Um, Mm, Well. Okay. I hope she's doing well. Yeah, me too. Because I don't think I've heard too much. I think I haven't seen his name, you know, pop up too often. Well, it popped up on Instagram the other day. (laughs) Right. Alleging that um that there was actually a reunion. In the works, and then somebody was talking about a tour or something to that effect. But he was the only one who said anything about it, I believe. So now, Lil Fizz, or just Fizz, I guess, um, who is the one? Yes, that's his name. That's Moniz, who is now a lesbian. Oh, okay. Who is Um, she lesbian in with? Some white stud. Looks like my God, Justin Bieber. Okay, is this in real life or on the show? Who knows these days? Okay. It's a Mona Scott Young show. <laughs> okay. I really don't. That's the thing. It's so heavily scripted that a lot of it is just to get two people together so that they can fight yeah. whatever their actual issues are. Okay. But then they dress it up in all of this other fake shit when it's like, they just want to scrap. Can you just let them scrap? Because that's all we want to see anyway. Like That's literally what we all tuned in for. You don't have to act like everybody was waiting to go to the premiere of some song that no one's ever going to oh, listen God. to after this. And it was just a huge deal because everyone has single cover release parties or whatever and then they fight no they want to fight because some other unrelated shit just let them fight right. all the other stuff is like i feel like i feel like you're trying to make me dumb like i feel like <laughs> you're brainwashing me or trying to insult my intelligence <sighs> okay we know hazel you can't afford clothes <laughs> And and we we know that all of these people consider themselves so much more important just by virtue of being on this set that's hardest part for me (laughs) they really do you have to this is their relevance so like spoilers right whatever because it's love and (laughs) hip-hop who gives a shit oh no i think people will be mad at you oh well we'll skip ahead because i have to just make this one point okay i watched a little screener that vh1 sent and there's a scene where uh hazel goes to talk to tiara marie about why they both think that the next is a fake ass bitch or whatever okay and hazel's whole attitude was like you see this bag and you see these shoes and i've got this credit card and your girl's got a new lace front or whatever and just like 
really <laughs> hamming it up. And I guess that's not girl. even so much a spoiler because she's done that before. Yeah, that sounds like Hazel. So, so I just sat there the whole time like, girl, you, you're really confused. <laughs> like, you really think... I run LA, yeah, I run this city, that. I'm this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, this show allows you to really believe this about yourself. Mm-hmm. Unless you've just been sick this whole time and you need to be on my list. But <laughs> No, like you really think whatever little bit of attention you get from this show translate, translates into like real life relevance. And it does not. If they really knew that we were laughing at them, oh. maybe it would be easier for me. But I think that they do know and they don't care. Because at the end of the no, day... They I think they feel like, but I'm getting paid and you watching me. So, <laughs> right. So you don't really care because right. at the end of the day, you can pay a couple of bills that your ass probably couldn't have paid before. You buy yourself a name brand or whatever that you couldn't afford before. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard to digest. But this upcoming season, I'm here to tell you. I don't oh, know if I can okay. miss it. Well, then, I really just don't know. I will be there for it because I know how you are about reality TV. So. Safari's hairline transplant is clearly visible okay. in direct light. I'm, I'm excited already. That's going to be a meme. Is like, it like, just, can you see the lace or something? Or It's almost like that. Oh, okay. It's Damn. almost like artificial edges or something. Damn, girl. So you can't see it all the time, maybe, but... Maybe they'll clean it up in post, but I definitely no, was like, they're, they're not all right, that. that's where they started, you know, the fake hair or okay. whatever. Got so you. he might want to look into preserving that. But I genuinely enjoy Safari. He seems like a nice enough guy. Yeah. Chanel West Coast is still in here pretending oh, like she's going to rap. Oh, God. It's just going to be a train wreck. Not to mention Keisha Cole looking crazy. Brooke Valentine <laughs> is, is she appeared out of nowhere. Brooke the gays yes, are fighting. I am gonna watch. I this. just, I really don't wanna. It's so hard, but Twitter's gonna be a le- at least the first episode, maybe the first two. It's hard for me to stick around a full season, even mm-hmm. if I want to watch it. Yeah, but well, it I have like, to be online for these tweets. It sounds like a bunch of people willing to be really desperate, you know, to and do desperate things to be on television. So I'm definitely gonna watch it. Like, so many people. Who I'm just so ready for the show. Came out of nowhere that yeah. are like fighting. It's gonna be. I just have to watch the tweets and look. Uh, and I enjoy Keisha laughing Cole on TV though. Wait till you see her confessional. Like, I'm like, girl, what is this? Oh, no. See, why? A lot of this was like, some of it was like temp open and like, they, you know, like it was not very, it wasn't finished, obviously. But I can't imagine that they're going to touch up like what she had on and her wig choice. (laughs) That will be the same. Well, you know what? Her baby daddy on the show. It's going to be a hot-ass mess. I think that I can watch this one because I know a, of a lot of these people outside of the show. Like, right. Love & Hip Hop didn't introduce me yeah, to that's a lot why, of these Yeah, that's people. why I'm excited. That's why I'm like, oh, okay, I'll look at this. So it's funny to see Brooke Valentine come out of absolutely nowhere. And then Brooke all of a sudden she's Valentine. dating this person X and this is in the mix. And I don't know what to believe and what not <laughs> to believe. But all I can say is that Twitter is going to be funny either way i don't know how we got there um, i want to see monice and her white dyke she looks like <laughs> i wish i could i'm just gonna show you a clip of it when we're done but she genuinely going. looks very like handsome okay <laughs> <laughs> like i know what you mean by she that like a little like toby Maguire or somebody i don't even know but I think she might be a DJ or something weird. And I'm not even surprised that Monice is like, my storyline is going to be. Oh, OK. I'm, I'm into girls now. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I see exactly what you mean. 
This is a yes. I feel like I've met her. Attractive sort of sort of person, but I love that the very first headline when I googled it says Monice reveals white girlfriend not a part of the love and hip hop Hollywood storyline. Like, oh. Well, that's how I know who she is cuz she's definitely in several scenes huh. yelling and screaming. So, yeah, so I guess this this was like a year ago, so clearly plus things have changed. Fighting gays. I'm watching like I have to watch. Yeah. So no, you sold me on it immediately. I'm really so. devastated. I'm sure if you go through <laughs> your email, you'll see you've had to have gotten it. Because I was just looking through my email maybe yesterday or day before, and I saw mm. a review screener, and I was like, you know what? Fine. <laughs> I was like, I why will. not? Wow. At least I can skip through like the boring stuff. And instantly, Keisha Cole came out, and I started laughing. See? And I'm pretty sure I watched the whole thing. So... <laughs> It was meant to be because you would not have watched it, I don't think, otherwise, because you are just so anti these shows. So. They are so I'm glad so one has pulled you in. Bad. Mm. Like, so bad. See, and some things are so bad, you just have to watch them because they're just that great. I won't be watching them without Twitter. Okay. Like, well, I, I, I'm, I'm probably going to go back to my live tweeting reality show days, oh which Lord. wasn't maybe not that long ago, but I haven't, like, live tweeted a love hip hop show in many many seasons yeah but this mm-hmm. i know it will be like i will be it'll be an injustice to like myself an and my appreciation of comedy <laughs> okay. to not be present online when this show airs <laughs> that is how stupid it's about to be this is like probably the strongest endorsement that show could ever ask for vh1 should just for me that. right i'm <laughs> right. so disappointed and disgusted with myself <laughs> And like I've done so much, and you know the fight against Mona yeah. Me Entertainment, but this <laughs> you shit, really have. You've been a vocal opponent. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so good. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. I definitely have to watch it now. So okay. anyway, Fizz is still on there, and apparently, oh my god, what? <laughs> you know he's hinting at a B2K reunion too. I don't know. He just posted a cover of their album Pandemonium, which this may be the one where he. Is this the album where he forgot what side of the chest your heart is on? You cannot be asking me that. There's a song. There is no way. God, I forgot the name of it. But there's a point in the record where he's, they say something about their heart. And in the video, Fizz infamously does, like, he goes like this. Oh, puts his hand over. Like, does his heart his- motion over the side of your chest Got where it. the heart is at? <laughs> Oh, how old was he, though? I don't know. We were all... I'm sure they, like... I just remember that because it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I don't have that many other... Oh, this is when Jay Boog had a a box skip arm. Well, you know, they... Okay, it's just left the scene two times platinum. And he at everybody else from the group and said, hashtag, what are we waiting for? I feel like, although I will not spend actual money on this... um. A B2K reunion makes way more sense than a Pretty Ricky reunion. Oh, uh, yeah. And the Pretty Ricky, the man who said, if we can do this, then y'all can too, that made plenty of sense. Because that makes way more sense to and, me. No, than... definitely. Yes. It actually does. Because I don't know anybody who's like, I regret that I never saw Pretty Ricky live. <laughs> like, no one. It's plenty of y'all who love B2K and would go for nostalgia's sake or because you genuinely still love them niggas. Like, I feel like you're much younger than I am, but you're out there. And Mona. It, it just stands to reason they would make far more money doing that yeah. than Pretty Ricky. Oh, for sure. Like, like definitely. Well, yes. I just think that 
the other ones. Omaria, does Omarion have a reason? Like, I feel like, is he working, kind of, maybe? You know, I think that she is in Africa okay. with Nettie. I don't know what happened. I don't, but like, all right. He's been doing, like, He some, has some kids. He has two kids. Yeah, the twins. Yeah. <laughs> they look um, just alike. But, yeah, he's single, and I don't know if he's doing an Eat, Pray, Love or, or something, but I know he was doing a lot of stuff in Africa. Resby, I don't know where she went. And then um, I haven't heard anything about the other one. I think Jay Bug has kids now, too, or something. I mean, they all... Yeah, they're all pretty grown. Grown, yes. So I, I don't think that any of them have any reason not to do this. Okay. Omarion probably <laughs> has the least reason to actually the be The least incentive. Yes. <laughs> okay. But... I think it would be something that they could all, you know, I don't see why not. Yeah, like touring and merch sales, that can be huge. Like y'all could really make money off of that. Could be. You really, I mean, it could. Hey, Mona, you know, you've got two of them already. Just call the other two and I would absolutely, I wouldn't go to a B2K show. I probably would not buy another B2K album. Have I ever bought a B2K? I know I liked one. I don't know if it was this one, but... I would absolutely watch a B2K reunion series. Okay. Mona Scott Young or otherwise. <laughs> like, Got it. I would definitely watch that. You don't want to physically go, but you will watch it on TV. Yeah, I'd love to see how they're... Dramatized. Because <laughs> that is like a, a boy band or whatever that I can remember the songs and growing up listening mm. to it. And so seeing them trying to like dance again and, and sing Bump, Bump, Bump or whatever. Oh, like, no. God, that would be no. funny to watch. And maybe cute. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, like I said. <laughs> they all old. aged well, except I don't really remember. I don't. No, they're all still cute. Still I... is different for me. I didn't think that they were all that cute when I was younger. Oh, I thought they were like cute little boys, but I did not know the names and corresponding faces. So <laughs> <laughs> They all look way better now to me okay. as adult men than they did as little. But Chris, that, to you, yeah. that whole Omarion, definitely. One of them needs to write the book or just have someone write it in, like, the help. And y'all just tell <laughs> but your But are stories. they really going to tell the truth? Mm, I don't know. There I mean, does, be... Chris, does Chris Stokes have shooters? So, Somebody got Rasby to shut his ass up. Right. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if as long as Chris Stokes is alive, we're going to get the whole story behind that. That whole shit was weird. Like, their whole... Yeah. It was weird, even though, like, some of the groups were cute and the music was cute. It was just... I remember being very confused um, by them always acting like they were related. Like, of course, you wouldn't know this, but... No, no, no. I do remember this because for the longest time when Janae Aiko would talk about... Omarion, I guess, or somebody she would call that her cousin. Well, Janae's Janae's child's father is Omarion's brother. Okay, so they're sort of related. Got it. But her story in that group was that Fizz was her cousin. Oh, so when B two K was out and they were trying to push Miss Janae and her little jersey dress and stuff, okay, <laughs> like, sing little you know ghetto around the way yeah. R and B songs. <laughs> her like. I guess in or like her press or whatever her little gimmick was that okay. she was Fizz's cousin. That's the rumor. I remember they used hearing. to say Omarion and Marcus Houston were brothers. Yes. Wait. That was not true. Omarion. They're were, not half brothers. No, they're not related to each other. Okay. Well, I fell for that one. I think they used to also say that. 
They said somebody else in in Immature was related to one of them niggas. I don't know. But that was like how they... Yeah, I remember them all being like linked in that way. Like, hey, all these people are cousins and what a coincidence. But (laughs) that not being enough to motivate me to listen to the music. Like, were we supposed to be like, if you enjoyed Immature or IMX, now try B2K. Now, deep dive into their lore. (laughs) (laughs) They used to have a group named Dame or Dame 4. Wow. Mila J. (laughs) Their lore. Mila J, who is actually Janae's sister, Sister. was in that group. So you could have done that. Okay. And Seven, Seven Streeter, whose album is boring. Sorry, girl. Love you so much. Try again. That, she was also in that group. Huh. With Mila J. Well, look at you being a real fan no from way back. I was, you know, this was what I did in in high school and, and junior high. I just yeah. paid attention to them and not to the other students. Yeah, no. So, like I said, that whole I missed that whole wave of those people. You are, you're the lucky one. <laughs> so, you're right. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm really living it through your experience. It was just all really strange. Not to mention they're all fake cousins wearing like Fruit of the Looms and like sitting on each other's back and doing like all kinds of weird yeah. shit. Like having tea parties and playing with puppies and a twin bed. Yeah, I literally only knew about them when they ended up on the blogs for something. And it was usually like, what is this picture? These weird photographs. <laughs> <laughs> what is Chris Stokes doing with these groups? Why are these niggas... You know, eating strawberries off each other's backs or whatever. Like, what? What are we looking at? Like, what is this? Yeah, I remember that. I remember the cousin thing, but like music albums. Sorry, cannot tell you any of them. I remember bump, 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 and I remember. Let me see that sexy body go bump, bump. Yeah, because I was number one on one hundred and six Park for a long time. They had a song that started with that's maybe. Um. <laughs> Wow. This is all we got for B2K. That's that's the thing if that's the way love goes. Wow. That's it has something to do with love, maybe. Okay. No. That's no, that's that's the way it is. No, that's not it. Should I Google B2K's greatest hits or nah? Irrelevant. I mean that's unnecessary. Yeah. Greatest hits. <laughs> I like to th- I mean there has no I remember. Yeah, I feel like they have a greatest hits deal. album. Oh, hell. I know they have, like, you'll say the songs and I'll remember them, but I don't remember yeah. anyone besides Bump Bump Bump. Gots right to now. be? Do you, do you remember how that goes? No. Me either. Name another one. Uh, Girlfriend? Oh, with the Pied Piper remix, increasing the creep factor. Gross! Oh, R. Kelly produced the Greatest Hits album. Uh huh. Okay. No, what a girl. I. No. Why I Love You? Yes! That's the one with the heart thing over the wrong side. Okay. Okay, I remember how it goes. I'm going to sing it. Okay, it goes... Um, okay. No, I don't. I was <laughs> I was literally about to be like, baby, it's just... <laughs> Why I love you so much. Yes, Monica Stan. I really don't... Okay. I, if I tried, I would remember it. But I mean, for what? Either way, they had like some so- some songs and stuff. And the girls used to love them. In fact, I believe B2K was my first, the first concert I ever went to. Wow, really? Yes, because my mom got some free tickets from work. And my mom was like, do you want to go to this B2K? Oh, I don't right. know. And I was just kind of like, I've never been to a concert before. And so yeah, I, went, I would love to go. And I don't remember much of it. I don't remember having a bad time at all. Mm-hmm. I remember it being very loud. Yes, all of the screaming. It may have been the scream tour. 
Oh. You remember those? I do. But nobody came to Tulsa. and <laughs> <laughs> So that's just the truth. No one came to Tulsa. And when they did, my mama was like, you're not going to concerts unless the artist is Christian. And it's in a church. You know what? So, I, <laughs> unless my, the artist is Christian, and it better be in a church. I mean, because if I ever saw no, if I ever saw live music, it was it was probably in a church. You know what? Fair enough. <gasps> my mama was not. She wasn't the you can listen to secular music type. So my first concert was Alicia Keys with John Legend opening. That was a good concert. It was an amazing fucking yeah. tour. That was an amazing show. But I was a grown-ass woman who could drive to Dallas because, again, nobody came to Oklahoma to see that fucking concert. I was a whole adult. So I'm so jealous of people who are like, oh, I saw Michael Jackson when I was a kid. Yeah, or, that's devastating. I'm like, nah, my mama would have never, man. I'm so jealous. Not even Michael. My gosh. Right. I'm, uh, man. I used to be afraid of Michael Jackson. I used to be when I was really young, because first of all, Thriller, and then also because I thought, like, I used to think that he was, oh, like, yeah, magic thriller. or something, mm-hmm. because I just remember that concert where this girl, like, bum-rushed the stage and fell out, and, like, the security had to drag, yeah, drag her, her off, off. the stage, and she was weeping. Yeah. I just remember being really, really young, but thinking, like, what is what is wrong with this man that people are like, act- it didn't make any yeah. sense to me that somebody would behave that way over a like person. This about him? Yeah. So I was actually really like kind of scared of Michael Jackson for a little while. That's real. And like, then I understood that that's just fake. What kind of powers does he have? What can right. he do? That video was scary. Right. And now people are just crying, just being around him. I'm like, that nigga, I don't get it. Oh, I was a stan. I used to tape his, anything he did on TV, I would tape it to the VHS and watch the tapes over and over and Mm -hmm. do the choreography in the living room. My grandma used to play that thriller video when she wanted me to act right, because I'd just go and take my ass into the (laughs) other room, park it. (laughs) I thought, and you remember this video was long. So I used to think it was like a whole day thing. Yeah, no. I just did not watch thriller all the way through for. For a very long time because I knew it was too scary for me and you know what I remember watching Thriller the first time and being like a little like uneasy but the I loved the dancing and so I remember even as a child that the dancing kind of calmed it down a little bit for me I realized that it was like a thing like just music but what really fucked me up behind Michael Jackson was that last shot where you turn around and you see them yellow eyes yeah. and that laugh. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is not a the, the Lord. <laughs> like, my mama talks about Jesus to me. So yeah. he's not involved with this. I don't want any part. But it was probably high school before I saw Thriller all the way through. Really? Yeah. And I was a child when it came out. I was maybe a few years My older. mama was like, you don't want to watch that. That's very scary. And I was like, I trust you. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And watching it now, like... Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, well, I've seen it so many times. It's iconic. You know, this is this. I'm not a child anymore, but like... I I, I see why I was scared. I was, like, petrified. (laughs) Yeah, I really... Yeah, I understand that. But in terms of these niggas, I mean... I really can't remember any of these songs. I don't even remember how they go. If I thought hard enough, Why I Love You would come to me. Well, I think I found it. Hold on, hold on. Don't play it. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I got it. I got it. Give me one more chance. All right. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, find the note. It's not coming to me. All right, okay. play like the first three seconds. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to get it. All right. All right, I got it. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, if you this played enough of it. This is what I feel like it, every week with your fucking movie. I'll, I'll take it. B2K versus classics. <laughs> okay, whatever. Cinema gold. Okay. There's a... Nope. <laughs> Hanging out. Chilling. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> now I remember it, though. I remember. I don't know why I just can't remember the chorus. Yeah, because I mean, maybe it's one of those songs that you loved as a child and it was just easily forgettable. Damn. Yeah, I'm not gonna play anymore. This is why y'all need to come back, B2K. The streets forgot. I mean, you're not going to the show anyway. (laughs) I damn sure ain't. But that doesn't mean (laughs) that plenty of other new aunties ain't gonna go. So, (laughs) like the new, the (laughs) the current generation of aunt. Yeah. <laughs> go to the beats okay? No, they probably like the will. newest auntie generation yeah. might go out to see a B2K concert. Bow Wow mm-hmm. can have something to do. There's no reason for him to not open for them. Yeah, I think um, the I think the mid the mid to late twenties girls, they will go. Nelly could perform hot in here. That was around the same time. <sighs> really? Do those kids remember hot in here? Let me tell you something. Same era. Because I remember hot in here. Wow. Like it was yesterday. I told the story. I went to school. See, now, Hiding Here, I knew. B2K, I did not. Hiding Here was the soundtrack for every party I went to that summer. Like, you could not get away from that fucking It was song. so lit then. It was, oh, my God. Before camera phones, you kids will never know. The world was amazing. Oh, my gosh. It is so... Niggas I had a pure kind now. of fun. Like, I hate hearing that song now. That... Oh my God, if I never have to hear Poison again, it'll be really? too Because I think soon. one time for nostalgia's sake would not be upsetting to me. You know what? I go out way more than you do. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I go out three times a year. And I've, it was like a, a conscious decision that I made maybe two years ago to start being more on the scene and going. Because I really just like going to parties, hearing music, dancing. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be seen. But... Every single time you go to a party, you hear Poison by Bell Bill DeVoe. Wow. Like, it's almost like, I felt like it, it was maybe like a law. Like, that's how you keep your maybe... Damn, really? Licenses or something it's, mm. is if you play Poison <laughs> at your party. I don't know, but I it's was just It's just a regulation like, in New York City. My God, we've heard it. Not even just here. I feel like they play that song like at every party. It's not like... Poison can be like an... Almost like uh, Before I Let Go or one of those records that you just pull out yeah. every night when the mood is right. right. Not just because it's a party, mm-hmm. but because it's like, oh, throwback time. Right. Yeah, it's Cookout, throwback time. Yeah. Family reunion. Poison should not just be in the regular rotation. Right. What? I'm not hearing no. Bodak Yellow followed by Poison <laughs> right. followed by Ty Dolla Right. That what should are we not doing? be happening. <laughs> Because, oh, that's the thing. If I hear Poison and then I don't immediately hear a mix of other songs that came out during that era, I'm confused as to why. Is this just in your shuffle? What is... Are you DJing? What is this? What's happening? Oh, okay. I can see how that would annoy somebody who goes out frequently. I definitely don't. Yes. I mean, I can absolutely do a show one day just of lists of songs I don't need to hear anymore. (laughs) Let's add... um, I've been petty enough. Yeah. <laughs> you already know what I was going to say. I do. Well, do I? Oh, are you about to do this about... Your yeah. girl. Yeah. But we don't need I to. It's it. fine. Yeah, you don't have I'm to. I'm just very tired of... That's enough for one of day. both of those songs. All right. Let's take a break. 
Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts okay so we're back and it is now time for listener letters yes send your questions to us three to gmail.com um let's see have you have you seen boruto naruto next generation I have. Okay. And so <laughs> so Candace wants to know if you're a fan and do you think it has the potential to be just as popular as Naruto? Um, I haven't watched much of it. Uh, the reason I liked Naruto was because I thought that it was a really well done story, even outside of all of the things that make it really nerdy and cartoonish <laughs> or whatever. I just thought that the story... It was a really great coming of age story, very full circle, and it felt done okay. when it was done. So I don't really see me getting into this, but I've heard some people say that they like it, and um, I'm kind of done though. I don't really need to continue with mm. it. I'm kind of into. Okay. I'm trying to get into a lot more of these shorter ones, these anime shows that are kind of designed a little bit more like a season so it'll be like 20 episodes yeah she asked if you were interested in any new anime 
But she asked me too, and so I was like, "Girl, what?" So no, um, <laughs> you might as well just say Steven Universe. That's close yeah. Enough. I mean, I feel like that's always my answer for when people ask me about anime. Or, I haven't been watching anything. Yeah, new. that's how I. Am. I just started watching this. Sh- it's not new though, but I just started watching this cartoon. Cartoon. I started watching this this anime called um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And I'm not even going to begin to explain it to you, but it's just old. And I mean, it, I, I think it was maybe like mid 2000s started or after 2010. Okay. I really don't know how old it is, no, but I know gonna... it's been around for a while. I've heard about it for a while. The story is really old. And then for some reason, I just started watching it and it's interesting. But I haven't really even been watching that much TV, like mm, of yeah. any kind. So, okay. Yeah, nothing new. Well, on this I hadn't side. even heard about Baruto, so I thought I would at least ask you. So Naruto has kids. Oh, and Baruto is his son. Baruto is his son. Bar- oh, okay, of course. And I think he's got a daughter too. <clears throat> oh, okay. With well, the, also with Tamika Kotalas. Apparently, Naruto does not look like the person I thought he did. So you thought he was Goku, right? That is who I still I think think that it is. Close so. enough. They're very similar. <laughs> you know, I'm just. Casual at best. So a couple of weeks ago, we had an email from uh, somebody who wanted advice on raising her lesbian little sister. Do you remember that? From who? Oh. And I, well, because I was like, okay, you know, we'll talk about it next week. And then I forgot to do it last oh, week. Oh, right, right, so, right. <laughs> so Brandy wrote in and said that she and her husband have oh, custody. God. Oh, God. And they have had custody of her 16-year-old sister for two years. Shout the fuck out yeah. to you. Both of you. Yeah. You got this nigga away at 14 and still got him. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well, wait, what? The child is 16 now? Yeah, the girl and, is 16 and now. And they've had custody for two years? And they've years? had custody for two years. Did I do the right. math wrong? No, 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 no. You're right. Okay. But So it says, my sister identifies as bisexual. And since we've had custody, she has a boyfriend who was also bi and now has a girlfriend. Y'all, okay. are, y'all are real hip. You know, the the new age. Yeah. This is, I guess this is parenting now. And it's so. all about, okay. you know, letting these kids express themselves. The fact that you can even tell your guardians that you are not straight blows my mind because I could not. So. I'm glad that kids can do that shit Yeah, me too. Now. Yeah. I'm a little jealous, actually, that y'all get to be young now in a time where people are way less homophobic than they were when I was growing up. Because again, my parents and I talked about it at 25 years Shit old. Shit is and it so was different not now. I wanted to. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Me and my parents talked about it because they read my yearbook and found out that there was lesbian rumors about right. me. Yeah. So, so it was a forced great. conversation that they weren't ready for and neither was I. So <laughs> I'm all. already just like, <laughs> you know, shout out to you for even being the type of person she could talk to about this. Right. But uh, so the email says... Her current girlfriend seems to be someone who will be around for a while, and I hate her. <laughs> okay, never All mind. Right. She is very bossy and controlling, and I see it affecting my sister. One, her grades have slipped because like any teenager in a relationship, her attention is diverted. Mm-hmm. Two, my sister goes back and forth with wanting to dress more masculine and in men's clothes. So. Three, she is spending all of her money on this girl. My question is, how do I set healthy boundaries for my sister? Recently, we ran into arguments about spending time alone with her girlfriend. My husband and I have told her that it is a hard no, and for some reason, she can't comprehend why. I told her that although there is no risk of getting pregnant, she is still 16 years old, and I'm afraid that the rules are coming off to her as if we don't accept her. 
I want to know how to talk to her about pressures of feeling like she has to conform to a femme or dominant identity. I think her girlfriend pressures her a lot to dress a certain way because when she is not around my sis- because when she is not around, my sister enjoys wearing women's clothing. Hmm. I go shopping with her and she picks out women's clothes, but I also want to give her the freedom to to play around with her style. I know you both have dealt with being young gays and lesbians under your parents' roof, but what would you have liked your parents to do to respect your autonomy and support your choices? Thanks, Brandy. I don't feel like my parents needed to do any motherfucking thing. I mean, obviously it would have been super great to have an an experience with your parents that are just like, well, you know, even gay and yay let's go find you a man honey I don't know like but maybe not maybe I needed the experience I got maybe it helped Mm -hmm. me be you know the person I am in a couple of positive ways that I'm positive I don't know I don't really know I have no idea I don't regret anything that my parents did at all like I can't expect that they would have been behaved one kind of way I don't really understand um what her choice in clothes has to do with anything like i don't i think i understand where she's coming from especially talking about the girlfriend like you think the girlfriend has too much influence but here's the thing your your sister is a, is a young girl and this is the age where you date people that ain't shit mm. and <laughs> you know what i'm saying and you learn from it because you also typically ain't shit either because both of y'all are just kids trying to figure right. out what you're doing so yeah. like your girlfriend being or her girlfriend, I'm sorry, being a little annoying or bitchy or controlling or talking too much, them wanting to be alone together all of the time, your sister dressing a little bit differently here and there. Like, that's not only her being young and in love, but also her just being young. You know what I mean? Like, I can't I definitely dress certain ways because the dudes I was dating liked it. What? Like, I would put on certain shirts that I would never wear ordinarily just because niggas like to see titties. You... Uh, sweetheart, you probably have too. Like, I'm sure you can think of <laughs> relationships yourself where you're like, oh, that was so dumb. And maybe that makes you want to help her even more because you have the experience of dating people that ain't shit or mm-hmm. whatever. But she's, to me, she sounds like a young girl who yep. is just dating and she's going to have to learn all of these things on her own. You putting pressure on her to do one thing or the other or make whatever choices is really going to probably just strain that, um, that link that she has with you to come and talk to you about mm-hmm. certain things. I think the only thing I would really be on top of her about is them grade slipping. Yeah. Cause that's the biggest thing to me, her dressing a little bit fam, a little bit stud. Like it's some women who will go right up into their thirties and forties and still be jumping back and forth. You know, my first girlfriend some... could do them both flawlessly. So it was really, it was kind of astounding. It you was know, like, wow, you are really just, both sides of the coin. Some of the girls are out here, yeah. you know, capable of whatever they want. And it's just, if if you were talking about your 30-year-old sister who ain't got no job, who you're taking care of, <laughs> and she's just out here being a fool and spending all her money irresponsibility, irresponsibly and, you know, she in school or whatever, but not, mm-hmm. like, that would be like, okay, you need to tell this girl that she needs to get the fuck right. But this just sounds like teenagers dating and being dumb. Yeah, I mean, maybe you don't like being around this girl because she's a teenager, which is valid, because teenagers are annoying as hell. Right, like, like I really said, shout be. out to you. You they got the shot at really 14. really can be. So, like, I I totally understand that part of it. I just think your sister sounds like probably a lot like how I would have been had I been allowed to be out. Right. 
trying stuff out right trying stuff out seeing what works what doesn't you know dating whoever i want to date and like being open with that and not having to sneak around and all that like it just seems like she's 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 just trying to figure herself out you know she's 16 she's going through a lot you know it's just it's that age for everybody the fact that she isn't straight like that maybe provides some some context that you've never had to consider before but you still have that same foundation of being a teenager and knowing what it's like to struggle with finding your identity and who you are and where your place is in the world that's universal i mean if anything she should just know that regardless of what happens with this girl or anybody else that she dates that you'll be a a constant support system for her that you'll love her and that she can always come to you regardless of anything. And yes, it sounds like the end of Full House, but <laughs> that's really all that matters. Like, again, I would say now about these grades, though, you know, I'm not playing about that. Yeah. But everything else. Oh, no, else, that, that is immediate. That is like, I know you like your little girlfriend and whatever, but at no point should your, should your grades be going down. Like, and if so, you can't handle spending time with her and school, then we're going to have to figure out how you can spend less time with her because <laughs> your job is to get good grades. Right. Period. And if you can't do that, then you have to cut back on everything else. Right. That is definitely how my mama did me. I feel like that's beyond fair. Um, especially no. because, again, many other moms, guardians wouldn't even be up for a conversation about this girl and her girlfriend. Oh, so I feel like simply being like, <sighs> look, let's get these this academic shit in, in order. That is a fair okay. conversation. But everything else, I think you need to let that girl figure out what it is that she needs to figure out. I think you're uncomfortable with the side of your sister dressing masculine or or dressing differently or whatever. Hmm. Um, and that's something you don't have to work out because you really never know, like, especially with the gays, with the gay girls. Yeah, I mean, and that's just such an age, man. When I realized I liked girls, it was like, all of I don't want to wear, like, short, tight stuff, you know? And I wasn't necessarily, like, a stud. Like because, But I also think a lot of that was because when my mama found out, she was like, you're not one of them types that's going to dress up like a little boy, are you? And that's I'm like, always their first word. Well, damn. I mean, I don't think so. But what if I wanted to wear a polo? Like, can I just not? <laughs> like, right. yeah. So I think as soon as I could express myself like that, I was wearing more masculine clothes than I even really wanted to, just to prove a point. But a lot of these girls be out here femme un- up until like 29 and on their thirtieth birthday, <laughs> it is corn rolls straight back. Like, <laughs> you know what? And that's fine because, like I said, a lot of you can do it. A right. lot of you just but are even, so fine either way. Even if you cannot, it's I unfair. look at the girls who do their shit, and I'm just be like, "Do you? You know, like, I never." Yeah. I'm just do whatever you want, whatever makes you happy. You're not hurting anybody. She's not hurting anybody. So just. Yeah, I think maybe that that side of it, like seeing your sister dress differently makes you feel like, oh, no, she's changing who she is for this girl. But she would probably be dressing differently regardless of who she was. That's what I was about to say. She's figuring a lot of shit out at this point. Like that's essentially what she signed up for having a teenager in your house. (laughs) See them dress all weird and have all kinds of faces. You know, and that again, shout out to you and your husband because that just sounds like the absolute worst. Two (laughs) words, birth control right here for me. Okay. Well, I'm trying to get back to the inbox, but the internet is not working. Instant birth control for me. (laughs) Just thinking about them growing up and then talking back. Woo, girl, no, keep it. And you can't even slap them in the fucking face because anymore. <laughs> because no, not anymore. 
<laughs> my mama, looking back, my mama took a lot of shit from me that I would have been like willing to fight me over. You know what? Same. I had a snappy mouth. Definitely. Oh, so, yeah. I definitely had a big ass mouth. Okay. Shout out to my cell phone for coming through. Here. Mm, do you have opinions on like gay black men and representation with interracial dating and that sort of thing? <sighs> do you feel like that's a thing? Like we don't get to see black gay relationships? That feels heavier than Jill Scott's cleavage. Okay. Well, here's one that says, am I a dumb bitch? I like that one. Okay. And so uh, it starts off, well, let's call her, let's call her Margot. And sure. she says, I don't have a man for y'all to tell me to leave, but there is a nigga I can't shake. You can call me Kiki. Just kidding. We'll call her Kiki. Sure, Kiki. I was in this organization in undergrad, and I fostered a group of friends from it. We all attended different HBCUs, and we still talk and hang out beyond undergrad. Me and one of the guys in our group have low-key been talking for a little minute. Not heavy, but enough for me to feel like a dumb bitch. Okay. He's fine, smart, and funny, and he says nice things and has good conversations, but the catch is that he has a secret baby and another one on the way. <laughs> now, all this time, the nigga never said he had a kid, but on Father's Day, he posted a whole-ass toddler-sized baby with the Valencia filter. So, Sir the Baptist is just out here ruining everybody's <laughs> life. I'm mad because I just now made that connection, but also that sis was so perturbed by this that she double-checked the filter used and made a note of it like... <laughs> I'm sorry, this is your baby? Never. Our whole our whole friends group was shook. This child is probably uh, one years old, and we have known this man for three years, and no one knew. I stalked his Twitter one day, and he has another baby on the way, and the girl is far enough along to know that they are expecting a boy. He portrays himself as single, and I never see anyone claiming him. Am I a dumb bitch for believing him? Two secret babies is a precursor to a secret wife. Should I ask him about his baby <laughs> mamas? We don't seriously talk, but at the same time, I feel like I'm being lied to. Since we don't seriously talk, is this even my business? Am I a dumb bitch? Kiki, you seem kind of harsh on yourself. Yeah, I wouldn't call you a dumb bitch. Uh, um... <laughs> See, this is what Dick does. But, yeah, you know, this is what Dick does. <laughs> Dick is your problem here. <laughs> you know, take. <laughs> no, Dick really is her problem. It really is. It is many people's problem. I don't understand. Like, I'm, y'all think I'm just joking. There need to be seminars, walks, oh, man. t-shirts, yeah. pins. There should be like, way more awareness. There really, like, something has to be done. There is, like, yeah. a hypnotic effect to a good dicking that will just have you asking all kinds of yeah. questions. But clouding your judgment. It's it awful. It. Yes. Take solace in the fact that you aren't seriously talking and you aren't pregnant, you know, because now you True. can go do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> the problem is you want to keep doing that, nigga. But um girl, I would kids. I would advise against it. <laughs> two secret babies. <laughs> like what? Uh-uh. He letting you know from the get-go. <laughs> and obviously he's good at, at not being shit because you know the nigga for three right. years and just finding out he got a one-year-old and a right. baby on the way. And a baby on the way. And been fucking him. You should not ask about the baby mamas unless you are interested in joining the club because right. he's got two already. Right. So unless you're trying to be three or beyond... I would I would say try to wean yourself off of this penis <laughs> immediately if possible, but... 
You know what? Maybe just cut back for a while until you can just cut him off altogether. But do not catch feelings for this nigga under all. any circumstances. Don't do it. Do not. You will end up brokenhearted with a baby. Do not do it. I think that um, maybe a lot of people have an issue where it's like, I let you fuck me and now you're acting a fool or mm. I feel like you're acting a fool. So I think that maybe a lot of, of the unwillingness to just immediately walk away yeah comes from like the desire to like vindicate yourself or feel like you weren't used or whatever or at least get your point like get this nigga to understand like you are a fuck boy and you ain't no shit right. like you know i think that a lot of women probably and and gentle gays probably stick around like because this? You know, it's like, no, nigga, like, you are foul for this, and I want you to understand you're foul, but I'm here to tell you that, like, that emotion, Mm -hmm. it's almost like, it's equal to caring. Like, you care, and and that's really all niggas care about. You know, they don't give a fuck. Love. about whatever it is you're talking about they care about the fact that you're you care they never give a fuck about whatever it is you're talking fuck that. about you know you care you're angry enough that you're still i'm like look you yeah. just gotta be like all right that's good i'm 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 good because a there's dick everywhere, everywhere oh god says, everywhere endless oh, it's everywhere. the ones you want the ones you don't want yep. the ones you asked for the ones you didn't ask for they're everywhere like there's some, no shortage of niggas even science hasn't discovered they're just everywhere <laughs> and so there's like there's no shortage of niggas i understand how difficult it can be but many of these niggas got to feel that cool walk off because it's like yeah it's a it's it's like kryptonite to the ego to easily just be like, you know what? I don't have time for these monkey ass, knuckle dragon, weird ass, old fuck ass games that you're playing. Right. So bye. That's mm-hmm. what niggas usually respond to. Many ruthless ass niggas would just be like, all right, bye, sis. Right. And usually they have like, it's because they have 20 more. Yeah. So you'll be fine. Niggas will treat you in a way that says, don't take me seriously. But then if you treat them the same way, they act like their feelings are hurt. Right. And it's just, it is one of the mysteries of niggas. It is. (laughs) It's just like, so literally you're showing me that I should not invest feelings into you. But then if I'm out here ignoring you or fucking around and just doing whatever I want to, if all of a sudden I'm not acting like I'm devoted to you or care about you, now you got an issue. Like, niggas will really do that. So The read I was going to pass was actually... Just don't stress yourself, girl. It was um, titled after the SZA lyric... um, why you bother me when you know you don't want me huh. i feel like that's kind of what we're discussing what now. a mind-blowing lyric that was i was just like you know this is so real why do niggas do that why are you bothering me why are you playing with my emotions deliberately not telling me the whole truth just to fuck with my feelings like why do that because your you attention could just leave me alone your attention and your your like allegiance to them sustains that ego. Mm. And the ego is the most important thing to a man. Like them just knowing that you are available to them in whatever way they want you to be is enough for them to feel like I'm a man because bitches want me. It doesn't have the wow. there's no like That's I don't sad. need to return anything to you. You know, like you <laughs> doing nice things considering think- you. No, we don't. <laughs> I do not do that. Um 
but just Lord. having you around like yeah a nigga will know he does not want you ain't trying to be serious with you or anything like that but as soon as as soon as you pull out or he's hearing anything from you it's like oh shit i'm off my game my bitches ain't in check so that's when you start getting Same. them hey big tech big head text messages to get you <laughs> and i'm telling you right now ignore that nigga for a cool prosperous few months and watch him lose his mind or move on it either way like you'll be done and that's all that matters that really is like girl the warning signs are right here just if you can use him for his dick then do that but just move on invest your feelings into somebody else because this is most certainly not going to be worth it yeah you would be a dumb bitch if you knew all of this and still got pregnant or or claimed him then you would be dumb just don't i just what i don't want you to do is put no feelings into this nigga because girl he already has two baby mamas and his children are too young she already has feelings that's why she wrote this whole ass email you got kids back to back though come on nigga you clearly that means you love having sex and what you don't love so much are condoms or commitment that's what that says to me when you got kids women are literally having babies a year year and a half apart from each other by you what is that what's and their going secrets. on right and their secrets like you're not even telling the other women you fucking with you're not even being forthcoming about what you got going on so god only knows how many other girls there are just like you <laughs> who were shocked on father's day to right. see that instagram picture like Girl, don't do it to yourself. Please don't play yourself. Our last question comes from Brandon, who says, Last year, my friends and I planned an international trip. We all got our passports at the same time and formed a group chat to discuss the details. One by one, my friends started to back out, and luckily it was before any major deposits were made. But now every time I try to plan a trip, they agree at first, but then end up backing out. We all have good jobs and live in different states, and I know the issue isn't money. I want to start planning my own damn international trip. How do you guys feel about traveling out of the country alone? I recently went on a vacation visiting different states and major cities and had the best time, but I'm nervous about doing the same thing internationally. Should I go ahead and plan my trips alone or wait on my unreliable friends? Thanks, Brandon. Depends on the type of person you are. Like, I, I think I mentioned that I have already booked travel to go to Amsterdam, and that was all alone. Now, you've discussed coming, so that would be nice. Yeah. But... That's probably going to happen, honestly. As as it was, or were... Mm-hmm. You uh, planned it. I planned the, it yeah. with the intention of literally being in another country alone. Right. Um. Now, I've been to Amsterdam twice. This will be the third, so... I also maybe feel a little bit comfortable in the fact that I know the city a bit. At least I know what I want to do enough to. You know what, right. You know how to have fun. Right. Regardless. I know where I'm staying. I even know kind of how to get around now Mm -hmm. or where things are. So I'm kind of good in being in that particular city uh, by myself. Maybe if it were someplace I'd never been, I would feel differently, but I doubt it. It's an easy place to love. Yeah, it's really not that hard at all. It does not make it hard to get around. It's not hard really to communicate with people where I I've been so um maybe that's just like an isolated thing mm. but I can probably think of several countries places cities I've never been to that I'd like to go and I wouldn't mind like I would go to Tokyo alone right I've never been there before I've never been to Japan or mm-hmm. any other part of Asia so me either so I mean that might be kind of a mind fuck especially to experience alone but yeah. I would and i probably will end up doing it by myself so i mean that's just me again we are the type of people who enjoy 
being alone. Right. That's the thing. Maybe that's I don't need others. Right. (laughs) I will gladly go to a movie by myself. I have no problem doing that. Like, I'm good. I really am. And I planned my first, the first time I went to Paris, I planned that trip by myself. And my ex ended up meeting me there. But, like, I have full intentions of just, because all my life I have wanted to go to Paris. So, as soon as I could, I went. And I just didn't give a shit if somebody else was going to be there or not. Right. It's the same thing with Puerto Rico, which is technically not international, but it's truly not America. Right. It truly is not. And, you know, that being a positive thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wanted to be somewhere by myself, but if there's something you want to do or something you want to see and you have the means to go alone, don't let the fact that nobody else, you know, is putting in the time off or maybe necessarily has the money or whatever, keep you from going. Like, if it's something you really want to do, then just go do it. Like, life is not promised to nobody and you never know if you're going to get the opportunity to, to see whatever it is again. So just go fucking see it. Yeah. But some people like are better on in these types of experiences when they share it with somebody else. Like I think you probably know yourself well enough to know if you actually have fun alone or mm. if you really need somebody else to be there and like party it up with you or whatever. I think you probably can answer that question honestly for yourself. And if the answer is truly like, no, I don't think I want to do this alone, then I wouldn't go. Because you really going to be pissed Mm -hmm. if you go all the way out the country and then spend your whole last trip in the hotel room or not doing anything fun because you don't want to do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. So something to think about. You have to be able to answer that shit yourself. Because even I thought myself like, do I really want to go to Amsterdam by myself? And it wasn't because... I can't go by myself, but it was just, I know how much more fun it would be if I was high with my friends, Right. but I can also be high and eat that burger bar food. Oh yeah. All alone. Plus I need to be looking for a fine ass nigga who lives in Amsterdam. Anyway, I've got work to do. Same. So right. there's not, I need to be over there scouting potentials. So that'll be my focus again. Right. That's I mean, just me. you know, there's a million things I could be doing in Amsterdam that, you know, can be done solo but it is fun to be there with friends so i get that part of it i think i'm just probably independent to the point of other people not being able to make it is not gonna stop me from seeing something i want to see like even if that means i'm not gone that long or whatever i'm just i don't know it's just i don't need other people's company that bad you wanting to go to another place for the fun (laughs) of like like, if you're trying to party or celebrate a birthday or something like that, that's probably different than if you, like, really wanted to see the Eiffel Tower or you yeah. really wanted to go to wherever. Right. And that's something you have always wanted to do, see the beaches of wherever Isle of Yeah. Buffery. Oh, no. Like, just random vacations and things like that, I think it would probably be more difficult to... Hmm. Yeah, if you had your heart set on, like, sharing that with a group of people, I could see how that would be hard to do, but... I don't know. If you feel super passionate about it, then at least go for it because who knows, you know, might not always be there. Yeah, it so. depends on you, type of person you are. Yeah, so good luck with that. Hopefully you have fun doing things by yourself. Highly, highly recommend getting into it because it. solitude can be, I mean, just the amount of thinking you get done. Yeah, even if you don't really love being by yourself, a lot of people should do more alone mm-hmm. that you wouldn't normally do and right. just spend more time with yourself and asking yourself questions if you're not that type of person who ever does that. Mm-hmm. Like, I can do... The only I feel thing, like that's all I do. Me too. <laughs> the only thing... The only thing I cannot do or only place I know I cannot go by myself is the club because that's just sad. Okay. <laughs> it's like... like 
I mean, maybe even like a like a really lit bar or lounge or someplace where it's just music and some drinks. I could go only to if, but like, like a small place. Even then, I feel like I would only be comfortable if the people knew me, like the bartender knew me or the owner yeah, knew that's, me yeah. or something like that. But because like social settings like that, I just don't want to be alone because I'm gonna feel so awkward in a place where people are supposed to be talking to each other and I'm like doing Nothing, actively the opposite drinking, right, right. <laughs> like I could drink at home in front of the TV <laughs> in right. my drawers so so I mean I don't know uh, yeah but. so I guess it just depends on you but give it some thought um, let us know how it goes send your questions to ask the gmail.com and we'll be back Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Um, we are back. We are, and it is now time for the read. It is. So, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and pass my read. Okay. Uh, Make sure you guys go listen to Getting Grown. Um. All right. So uh, this week's read, it says, please use a fake name. So I will call you. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, let's say I'm going to call you teach. <laughs> um, now, uh, this letter says, dear Crystal and Kid Fury, and then talks about how great we are, which we don't need to read because fuck us. Now, let me just <laughs> say this. Teach says. I love teaching. I enjoy cultivating young minds. I don't. I enjoy seeing them overcome major obstacles. Can I read today? I love seeing a child finally realizing their true potential after a long year. I definitely don't teach because of the money, nor do I qualify to have my student loans paid off while teaching. I just love to teach. However, the fuck, comma. That's they wrote. However, the fuck, comma (laughs) is capital letter. Oh yes. I don't know what the entire fuck is wrong with parents of today's children. I introduced an all computer based classroom to my students and a parent told me that I was do that what I was doing was college level work. And because she did not know how to operate a computer outside of Amazon and Facebook, her child should not either. Dead ass serious. She said this. These kids couldn't even say a fucking document in middle and high school. I've had multiple parents tell me that giving their children four weeks to complete one assignment. It's 
a month to complete one assignment consisting of three paragraphs, 24 sentences is too much work. I've had parents get mad because I told them their child will fail an assignment if they copy directly from the internet. Oh, wow. Especially if the child doesn't use citations. I actually had a child copy from a Wikipedia article verbatim. (laughs) I screenshot it and sent it to the child's parents. Her parents had the nerve to tell me, I don't think my child did what you said she did with the damn screenshot. Let's not forget the parents who believe I should give children grades, allow them... Give children grades, I'm guessing, allowing them to pass after missing eight fucking days of school late almost every day and turn in one assignment after 18 weeks when there's 18 weeks in a semester. (laughs) Let's also not forget disrespectful ass kids who think they can speak to me like I'm their peer. Little bitch, I ain't always been saved. I will not put my hands on them because I've seen children harass teachers and teachers get punished. But I have a family prote- mm-hmm. I have a family to protect too. And if need be, I will press charges if push comes to shut shut. I know that's right. To the parents out here who are like this, log your ass off of social media, sit your ass to the goddamn table, and work with your children on their assignments. Don't understand? <laughs> Open a fucking book. YouTube a fucking video. Do your Googles, bitch. Great execution. Yes. There. Stop coming to teachers disrespecting them while they're trying to help. What the fuck are you doing to reinforce what they've learned? Stop trying to be our, your child's friend and be a fucking parent. So the fuck what if your child doesn't like you? Do they pay bills? No. <laughs> no the fuck they don't. So fuck alike. <laughs> no the fuck. Stop expecting teachers to perform miracles by bringing your child who is three reading levels behind to Einstein levels overnight, especially if your child brags about having 20 pairs of Jordans. No exaggeration. (laughs) She knows which ones she don't like. She right. This is personal. (laughs) Or he. I don't know if this is a woman. And can't conjugate a verb in middle school. Priorities, bitch. The education system is fucked up, but some of these fucking parents are playing their part by not educating educating their child at home, too. Stop making fucking excuses and do something about it. And show up to the fucking PTA meetings. You may learn something, too, bitches. I'm done. Signed a teacher who doesn't get a pay who doesn't get paid enough for fuck shit. You was ready to get that off your chest. Yeah. For quite <laughs> for many semesters. Um, so teach. Shout out to you. Um I don't know how y'all do it. Mm-hmm. One of the most, if not the most important job one could have. Right. And very, very uh, underappreciated. It's a thank, it's thankless work. It really largely. Is. Like, yes, largely. <laughs> yes, thankless. because, wow. Um, but just some of these stories really blow my mind. I'm sorry. I sent you a Wikipedia screenshot. Are you trying to tell me your Wikipedia coffee copied off your child? <laughs> Right. Did you? What do you mean you don't think she did it? But here is the proof that she did. I just what? I'm just do you need a, a link to Wikipedia so you can see when it was last edited? What do you Four mean? Four weeks. Uh uh-uh. To do three paragraphs. <laughs> An assignment of 24 sentences. No. You had a month. And you mean parents are really out here? Saying, oh, teacher, uh, miss or mister such and such, this is too much. I can And how could you? Damn, I wish I had them motherfucking parents. Let me tell you I something. I was about to say, whose mama is this? My parents and grandparents were like, so you have um, 
you have eight assignments mm-hmm. to do by tomorrow. Okay, great. Well, you get started on that after you write me five paragraphs of why Jamaica is the greatest country ever or some whatever <laughs> random shit. Like, we had to do our schoolwork and whatever work that my grandmama wanted us to do at the time right. or, and housework, all of this other stuff. What are you talking about? This is grooming them to actually be shit when they grow up one day. <laughs> like, right. I don't get it. But this sounds like very simple stuff that this teacher is doing in the classroom. So to not get paid enough as a teacher, not be appreciated, have to basically raise your kids and deal with their motherfucking attitudes. And then I have to hear from you that I guess I'm just a shit person and the worst teacher in creation because mm-hmm. I give them work and expect them to do it. I don't know. <laughs> am I, am I, so I'm, you're mad at me for doing my job? Like, because I actually demand that your children work and try like, Kind of, it kind of seems like this is what I'm paid to do. Right. Like, I kind of want your kids to be better and improve. Like, rest your understanding that I'm not going to chase your babies home or anything like that. I'll simply fail them because <laughs> I get paid whatever the bullshit is they're going to pay me Man. anyway. But, but, like, my mama was just not, I mean, I guess because she was also a teacher, but. Right. I had a lot of teachers. There in was my just too. no, there was none of this. The teacher was almost always right. Yeah. If there was a disagreement between me and the teacher, my mama was almost always oh yeah on the teacher's side like my dad's mom taught him in school oh see and literally lived a block away from me her daughter who lived Mm -hmm. with her was also a teacher i had many teachers my my mother was the speech pathologist at my elementary school so so literally teachers were like i can walk you around the corner like i'm not gonna have no problems with you because i know to whom you belong and in a couple schools i went to like my aunt just being a teacher and, you know, them having their, I guess, uh, South Florida or their Dade County teaching gang clique or whatever in these yeah. streets. It was many teachers I, I had in school or teachers who did not even, I didn't have a class with them, but they knew my aunt yeah. or they knew my grandma. And so <laughs> they're like, you better tighten the fuck up because I'm watching you and I'm reporting the fuck back. So there was just <laughs> yes. no, not only did I have these Jamaican strict ass parents that are going to put education at the top of your list anyway, as parents should. Right. But... They also knew all of the teacher licks and all of the little oh, man. things. And so I couldn't get away with shit. They were like, um, so here, my mom, my grandma bought me a journal, like mm-hmm. a sp- journal specifically for school. I remember what it looks like and everything. God. And she would be like, <laughs> every piece of homework, everything you did in class, write it. Teacher oh, yeah. reviews it, gets it signed. If I didn't have one signature, one was out of place. That was my ass. Yeah. So I couldn't fuck around. My mama always knew report card days. I could never hide anything. She was always ready. Like, and she was always on me. So the fact that these kids have parents who are just like blatantly supporting them through fuck shit or just like not demanding excellence from their like, kids. What do they do at home? Like I had to read and write at home every day. Right. I, I had to. That was not negotiable. Was required. My mama took a summer just to teach us how to type on the typewriter. We had a type. This is how old I am. <laughs> we had a typewriter and my mama was like, one day computers will be everywhere and you will need to know how to do this. And I thought she was crazy. Right. But she saw we it coming. We always think they're crazy. <laughs> she saw it fucking coming. You know, like, I just don't even understand this parent mentality of I don't want my child to push themselves academically. Like, that's foreign to me. So, shout but out you to you for putting up with all that. you can just let them be lazy and fail. You don't have to try and, and 
demonize the teachers for doing what they're supposed to. Right. And if you're teaching middle and high school, this sounds like like actual work, really easy <laughs> work compared to what I had to do in middle and high school. Yeah, no, I, I felt like that was an elementary or middle school teacher. <laughs> She said these kids couldn't even save a fucking document in middle and high school. I oh, guess this could wow. Be like oh, wow. This might be a guy, so I'm sorry. See, so there's a lot going on there, but like, I'm trying to help your child be something. This is literally my job. Like, let me do it. Shout out to the teachers, man. Y'all are truly angels on earth. Except Miss Lima. It's forever. Fuck well, you for your life. Those of you who are like good teachers and have a real love for teaching, you know who you are. Yeah. Everybody loves those teachers. (laughs) I will (laughs) go to my Everybody has a Miss. (laughs) And I have a Mrs. Haig. She is that one for me. Each and every one of y'all. You dizzy bitch. Anyway, (laughs) I'm not getting started on Miss Haig again. (laughs) Last time somebody tweeted me like, I went to the same high school you did. And yeah, that bitch was crazy. I'm like, oh, God. Maybe saying so, that too is still getting on everybody's ass. Huh, so I just have two quick things to talk about this week. One was this video that I literally just saw a few hours ago of uh, State Attorney Aramis Ayala. I want to say, I really hope I got your name right. She is the state attorney in Florida. She is the first and only black state attorney. Of course. In Florida, of course. Um, but if you watch the video of this, it's quite entertaining because she is so visibly annoyed with these police officers um so one pulls her over the one who's talking to her his his body cam is on and he's saying um yeah what which department are you with and she says i'm the state attorney which leads me to leads me to believe that this video starts somewhere before the clip starts probably and she has had to say several times no like i am the state attorney meaning there is no department i am the I am the state. Listen to me close. <laughs> the state attorney. The state of Florida where we are right now. Yeah. That I'm that person. I'm the attorney. I'm for like this whole place. I'm no 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 departments. No no no. You you think it's too small. Yeah. yeah. I am the bitch. Like that one bitch. <laughs> That's me. So he's like, oh, okay, yeah, state attorney, well, we ran your plate and it didn't come back and that's never happened before. And so I didn't know what was going on. She was like, so what did you run the plate for? And he said, huh? <laughs> I'm like, bruh, you did the liar, huh? <laughs> what? So she says again, what did you run the play for? And he was like, oh, we run plates all the time. Traffic stops, red lights. We always run in place. Niggas. <laughs> and then he says, and the tint on your car is a little dark, too. And I don't have a I don't have a measure right now. But that was another reason for pulling you over. Because in the state of Florida, her tent was too dark. Now, I've been looking at this video the whole time. And if her tent was that fucking black, it would have jumped out to me. It would have been quite noticeable. Right. But also, I feel like Florida is pretty lenient on how dark you can do the tenting on your car because it is hotter than Satan's asshole down there. And so if your car needs to be darker so that it can be cooler, I feel like that's quite common. Like for you to just pull window tenting 
out of reasons like you just pull that out your ass like, i know you that just, there are laws for it down there but they're they, they like you said you would notice like for right, them you to would be illegal notice. like bitch where are you going right. right i feel like that's something that police officers have said uh if you you know if you get caught in a situation and somebody asks why you ran the, why you pulled them over you can always say the tent was kind of right. dark on the car like they just or, like know. anything yeah right like that's just some bullshit i can come up with because that's exactly how he threw it out there yeah. like oh yeah and your window tends a little dark and she like i swear to god I just feel like I speak black woman. She stifles an eye roll at this point. <laughs> and she says, do y'all have cards? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I paused the video. I said, right here is where you didn't realize that Ooh, you, you had really fucked up. Yeah. Because she's not asking for your card just to keep it on file. Right. She is. And she tried to tell you, but she is the state attorney. Like you're lost. This video is coming out. And somebody's going to lose their job. I just want you to know. Like, but this is a woman who, on top of this incredibly insane video, which is like, on the one hand, I'm glad that more and more stuff like this is coming out because the white people who genuinely don't mean no harm see stuff like this. And they're like, wow, things are much worse for black people than we really thought. Like, this woman is the fucking state attorney and can't get pulled and can't just drive the fuck home. Like, can't just make it on the roads without getting pulled over for a bullshit reason. But at the same time, it's like, how many times do we have to see this before y'all start believing us and doing something about it that really can affect some change? Right. This same lady received a noose because, of course, I Googled her after I saw this video. She received a noose in the mail, I think, just a few weeks ago or something like that, maybe last month. Like, she's clearly been facing some shit as the first and only state attorney, oh, black state attorney in Florida. Florida. Florida of all places and I think the clip I saw the governor was mad because she refused to prosecute somebody or something like that and I was like Lord is she beefing with the governor too this lady so you know just prayers up for state attorney Aramis Ayala and the shit that she has to go through while clearly sitting in this incredibly high and powerful office and you know I feel certain that she is more brilliant than everyone around her like superior or no you gotta be i mean right because look at where you are as a black woman in the state of florida look like look at the position you are in and still you have to deal with this every day like if the state attorney is dealing with it you can damn sure believe that regular ass black women and men are going through the same type of shit every day so shout out to you for dealing with all the shit you're going through and then of course this week in white people doing their best to ruin america and kill all the rest of us while they do it okay there's been a lot of scandals coming out of the White House this week, you know, pretty steady number of scandals. But <laughs> I'm just going to grab a couple at the top. I mean, where to start? I mean, there's really a there's a lot. The fact remains that, like, you can pretty much set your watch to every day around 5 or 6 p.m. when there's going to be a new Trump headline coming out that is like something that would have gotten President Obama impeached immediately. But anyway... So probably the biggest story this week is about Donald Trump Jr., who is by far the ugliest of the Trump children. Without question. I really don't even understand how that happened. Like, if I were him, I would be offended at how much uglier I am than my siblings. He honestly looks like he wakes up in a capsule every morning. (laughs) After being charged all night He all looks night like long. a subway rat. He looks like he needs to air out significantly before he is ever on camera or on television. He like, just looks defective. He's really, he, he, like, he is really hideous. And I'm sure Ivanka had work done and probably, what's the other one, Eric? 
Tiffany is probably the Kylie of the family. So it's, I don't know what you're probably somewhere battling low self-esteem. People sit next to Kylie. God bless the youngest one. Hopefully he just. I He's a dark even, wizard. You know, I just, I can't say nothing bad about a child, even that one, but I, 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 that family makes me toe that line. They really do. Anyway, the ugliest of the Trump children. By far found out that the New York Times was about to put out this story about him meeting with, you know, Russia in order to obtain information about Hillary Clinton, which, you know, sounds a lot like treason, but evidently is not, but just sounds a lot like, you know, something that's illegal. Yes. You know. At the very least. I mean, it it, it really sounds like it. It sounds like something that would be illegal if black people did it, but maybe because... We do. Like a real law. Right. But you know, when white people do it, all of a sudden you can interpret it differently. Oh, but you don't understand. <laughs> and so while he told he told the Times, you know, give me a little bit more time to comment and then logged onto Twitter, which is apparently being a Twitter hoe is in this family's blood <laughs> and was like, uh, so just so everybody knows, I know I've denied many times ever meeting with Russia or anybody Russian, but that's kind of a lie. And here are the emails. And okay, have a nice day. This is why I did it. So it's really the thing about it is that they must think that the rest of us are so fucking stupid that the random lies and just bullshit that they let pour out of their mouths is going to be enough for us to be like, oh, okay, I'm sure there's no way that you went and had this meeting and ended up being totally innocent and nothing ever came of it. This fool really went on Fox and Friends talking about, yeah, it was me and Jared and Paul. And and I mean, it was it was that inconsequential. It was that boring. This was before all of the Russiagate, you guys. And it was just like Jared was got got on his phone after a couple of minutes. And I think Paul got up and walked out and I was just really sitting there out of a courtesy. Yeah. You, Donald Trump Jr., in the middle of your your father had pretty much just tied up the Republican nomination in the middle of this campaign cycle, just casually and for the idea of like being courteous to someone sat down with a woman who was like, I'm a lawyer with the Russian government and we have information that can help you win the election against Hillary Clinton. Is that what we're supposed to believe? And that this woman said something that was so boring that they were rude enough to get up and walk out and just get on their phones. Mm -hmm. Like you can say something dumb. You can say something dumb. You can say, I went to this meeting and ended up being a bunch of nothing. And, you know, we finished out dinner and da, 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 da. I still don't believe that. But I would believe that a lot more than when you start adding on the extra details that let me know you're lying. Yeah, they're very bad liars. (laughs) That's the thing. And you get that from your daddy. Putting it, just throwing in there that Jared was so bored he got on his phone. We don't believe that. We don't believe that one of y'all would really act like that with somebody who can help you win. In the election that doesn't sound fucking plausible donald trump who has been avoiding the media and you know the white house is still doing their off-camera briefings which blows my fucking mind every time that y'all are really letting him do this but anyway went on the christian broadcasting network for his first media appearance to talk to the good judy pat robertson <laughs> Who I could not believe is still alive. Do you know Pat Robinson, the 700 Club, that show? I know who Pat Robinson is. When I was a child, I thought the 700 Club, because he was so old then. That he was 700? I th- and, and then, you know, but I was old enough to think, okay, that does it. He can't be 700 years old. 
And then I thought, because I really thought about it, I was like, but Methuselah? And I said, but no, people don't live like that no more. And then I thought, <laughs> well, maybe the combined ages of all the hosts is you 700. Really we're trying to map it out. I was trying to figure out why it was called the 700 Club. And I knew his age had to have something to do with it. That nigga is even older now. He really looks one good breath away from death. Yeah, like if you slapped him on the back too hard, he would just kill right on one of his eyes. Don't open no more. He's literally sitting hunched over like you're, you're reverting back to the fetal position. You're literally right. preparing for death. But anyway, <laughs> Donald Trump is sitting down across from Pat Robertson talking about, None of it makes any sense because Putin, Putin would want Hillary to win. I'm going to do what's best for the United States and Putin is going to do what's best for Russia. And, you know, it's good that we get along and we don't have no beef. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm for the United States and Putin is for Russia. And that's how it is. And I'm going to do a lot of things that Putin don't like because, you know, I'm all about military. I'm big on military and we're going to beef up the military and he don't like that. And so then Pat Robinson started talking about, oh, well, yeah, I mean, because it's kind of like they could bomb us, but we we could bomb them. And I'm like, is this what white men is this is that is that I'm sorry, is that where this interview is going right now? I see why you chose what you did because Pat Robertson is like probably too old to read questions or even be told what to do. But like still in the war, this is <laughs> this is the most non-interview interview you could possibly Donald Trump is running this entire conversation and just saying well i'm big on military and i'm big on energy and and hillary hillary likes windmills he probably prefer that because hillary hillary would be out here building windmills and i'm out here about energy and you know it's good that we get along and and you know everybody acts like you know it's some awful thing and we sat down for two hours and 15 minutes and i gotta tell you everybody was surprised that it was that much time because you know and it was they were surprised in a good way you know it's that same kind of I don't stick to the point I briefly address what you said and then I veer off into bullshit and start lying things start lying yeah like Donald Trump does that all the time all literally the time every time this. he's asked yeah. a question that is the way he answers he gets away from the point immediately and then he starts talking about bullshit and never really answering the question or just outright lying about it. And politicians do that all of the time, but he does it very, very poorly. No, he's really bad. No, he's, he's very, really, very bad at really it. Really bad at it because we should not be able to tell you're lying. The thing about politicians is that most of them lie really well, like to the point where they'd be looking you in the eyes and you would believe them. Right. But you are awful at it. You're very bad. <laughs> the only people who believe you want to believe you. At this point, it's really just about us finding the best way to get for you to get caught and not <sighs> be able to talk your way out of it. Because there's plenty of getting caught, but then there's also like, okay, well now I have to prove intent and that's damn near impossible. Right. And then the next and the third and whatever. So it's like coasting by, yes, terrible lies, but until you can... Mm-hmm. hit me with the whammy that's really going to get me up out of here right. and you're not I'm going to say what I want I'm going to talk about how you know Pikachu was the reason that I won the presidency <laughs> and I'm going to talk about my favorite fruit roll up and I'm going to talk about yeah. whether or not women should shave the bush and just whatever else has nothing to do with the betterment of anybody but right. that's really this presidency that's this administration is just talking in circles until it goes away or until like the next scandal yeah basically overlaps over that and people forget about the last I mean he's still so deep in his feelings over Hillary Clinton winning the popular vote over him that he is really trying to get states to turn over all this sensitive voter registration information and all and most of these states are like uh no for what you do not need names addresses social security numbers for every registered voter in this state he really is like there is not so much voter (sighs) 
if voter fraud worked in Hillary's favor, Hillary would have won. Like, that's not... You won. You are in office. Why is this so hard for you to understand? Like, I just really can't deal with the whole administration, all the shit they got going on. This boy, boy, no, this grown ass man being caught. You're right. If white men can call us boys this week, we can do it right back. Uh, just being caught in the stankest of lies. And it's just like so obvious. And the ma- the most maddening part about it is that shit like this keeps happening and they just keep on doing whatever the fuck they want to. So until some there are actual consequences, it just makes me so exhausted. But at the same time, the people that Trump has appointed are like busy fucking up the country in their own ways. Did you hear about Betsy DeVos? Yeah. And this sexual assault thing where she's meeting down with men's rights activist groups to talk about campus rape. Bitch, are you serious? What? No. Do you mean to tell me the Secretary of Education is focused more on men's rights groups than victims of sexual assault, regardless of gender? Like, it's like she's also an android, but she oh was programmed to be the woman who, like, the woman who can stand up for, for men. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, to be that one woman. Almost like how Omarosa is the black that they need mm-hmm. so they can be like, look, you know. We, we love you, you colored niggers. <laughs> it's almost like the same thing. Like, yeah. say a woman is the one who's doing it. So clearly, you bitches don't know what the fuck you're talking mm-hmm. about. Because she has a vagina. I looked. I touched it. I grabbed it up. <laughs> and, Gross. And look. So Man. what is your problem? It's just like, that's that's really what... It's not even just him, which... You could spend a whole damn day talking about the problems of Donald Trump and why he shouldn't be in office. But just like the effect that this is having on the rest of the country and like all the things that they are going to roll back or eliminate for their own good so they can get richer. This healthcare plan. Oh my God. This shit is the absolute worst. And I'm really just so fucking tired of this. And I feel like for the rest of my life, if the Lord allows me to live through this presidency, I will always look back on America and how it chose to self-destruct over punishing a white man. Like, it really did. Like, America really said, you know what? Fuck democracy. (laughs) We really don't care about, like, maintaining the country or keeping shit going or, like, doing what's best for the people. We would just rather fuck it all up because the white man can't be wrong. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot to be said. If, if, If we can do all this campaigning and have spent all of this time saying how worthless this man is, he doesn't deserve to be president, and we can get him up out of there. Right. I think that the fear for a lot of Republicans is what that means for, like, future presidents. Like, yeah, what do we do Yeah, because it's only going to get more liberal from here on out. <laughs> what do we do now if we actually manage to get a Republican in the office that we like, and the first time he does something, our nick is going feel like they can just you know throw let me tell you something conservative if you are for whatever reason listening to this i don't know that it's (laughs) going to get much worse than this guy so like trust don't don't try (laughs) to well people are always going to be complaining about the president on one side or the next the president's gonna have to take heat that's just part of the job but this motherfucker like even y'all know that right. this bitch ain't shit and should not be the president. Mm-hmm. And now it's more so about not admitting that you're wrong or shit's fucked up and trying to maintain as much order or little, I should say, as you have. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I feel like for a lot of us, it's like, okay, girl, like even if, even if 
somebody from the right is in office for however many years. Like, girl, this gross, right? Fucking animaniac. A Republican is one thing, but this thing. Like, please, like, let's just we can get back to arguing about the actual issues when we have someone who is in at least in the office who is having us discuss actual issues. We can't even do that because we're too busy discussing Donald Trump tweeting gifts and his dumbass son saying shit that don't matter. And like, it's just a whole bunch of fluff. And it's so annoying. It's it's draining because I don't even feel like it's someone who is accomplished and sort of knows what they're doing or has like the sense to be president. And I just hate what they're choosing to do. Mm-mm. It's like a, like I feel like a, like a, a spoiled banana is the president. Yes. Like, just any old thing. Let it out. Uh, <laughs> because it's fucking frustrating. Like y'all really, white people really did this to us and we really have to sit and each other. And it's we- just going to take longer to burn you. I mean, for real. And y'all act like that Medicaid expansion didn't cover your kids <laughs> or you. Y'all act like you're not really doing so much better with, you know, health care that you can afford or not being bankrupt because your baby had cancer or. <sighs> but, you know, white people are just hell bent on running the country into the dirt. And as for me, I'll be in Amsterdam looking for a bay to, to rescue me I'm from this mess. So. If you know anyone, I'm just saying I will be there in a van. I might even t- I might even like do a, like a location thing. Like I'll be here for the next couple of hours. Come through and yeah. let's just chat. Let's have a mixer. <laughs> oh, last time I was there, one of the dudes in the restaurants was like, what you doing tonight? And I should have got his number. Should have. I'd be fucking around. So, but anyway, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the white people who are, you know, ruining co- the country in front of our faces and not giving a fuck about it. So I'm done. It's just another week in America. All right. Well, that's this episode of The Read. Quite yes, long. That, um, oh, yeah. We've been in here a while. So we got something out of it. Check out our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. And our website, of course, thisistheread.com. Kifir, you have any news this week? Um, I do not have any news this week. But I do kind of want to make an odd request, possibly odd. I want, like, a personal choreographer. This sounds really way more fancy and gay than I mean it. Uh, already. But I want, like, <laughs> you know how, like, Monique be, has, like, a dancer that she be dancing with? She does mm-hmm. it more so for, like, exercise, or that's her way of working out. Mm-hmm. But they dance together. Like, I guess the choreographer comes up with some counts, and that's their workout. I want something similar. Oh, that would I be I want to be able to dance because I've always really loved dance. I've always really admired it, but I can't keep up in a class. Mm. So it would be dope to have like a car for this. oh well it's just me and you dance and maybe we take it maybe we don't maybe we just do it for fun i want to be jessica alba and honey okay and i feel like you can find that in new york city easily you have to yeah this well, is you know. can find anything here right i'm going to like <laughs> uh what is it it's like a show put on by a trans man who's talking about his experiences transitioning with you know with hormones and all this other stuff and it's like a monologue type of show just set up i think in brooklyn or on the lower east side or something like and i was thinking earlier that is such a new york show to even be yeah. able to go to i don't know where else i would this go would never like exist in oklahoma for like 20 dollars oh, yeah, like definitely not. maybe la <laughs> right you know but it's just like this is why i spend a million dollars to live here to have like different experiences just- Things like that I can expose. You will find your honey choreographer. I have faith in this show to bring you your person. So I'm gonna be, you know, 
I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a baby Janet. Oh, I was about to say, are you? Is this like fat goals or something? Are you about to do no, I just more really love on to Instagram dance. than what you? Okay, I do. When I just, I've always wanted to go to classes very frequently, but I know yeah. I can't keep up with that. And I'm not trying to embarrass myself. Maybe this will help me to actually start going to classes more. Because in the back of my mind, if I weren't working in comedy, I would go on tour and dance for Beyonce when she still had guys dance for her. Mm-hmm. Maybe she will else. the next time. You never know. Maybe I'll be on tour with Beyonce. I'll quit all of this. Oh my God. What? Yes. You would. What? Hell yeah. Fuck everything else. <laughs> tour with Beyonce, nigga. Yeah, right. What? I'm sorry. The read who? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would do the same thing. Yeah, kind of uh, right away. Yeah. Like, without question. Beyonce, Sorry. like, do you want to be the person who <laughs> makes sure the, the twins have fans on them at all time? Like, yes. Yes. I would love to do that. I absolutely. Abandon my life and everything I know? No problem. I'll be the understudy of the fan man. I can start tonight. <laughs> I'll just be on call in case the fan man, like, dies or gets, like, really yeah. sick. I'm going to just text you and Chris real quick, like, Sorry, can't do the show anymore. Hired by Beyonce. XOXO. <laughs> really, that's kind of all you need. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, I guess we're done. Do we have an acronym this week? Um, no, but, you know, just consider these dicks. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say, I'm not even going to expand on that thought. Okay. Just whatever that means to you. Apply it to your week, life. You, you apply that to your life for sure. Consider these dicks. Bye, y'all. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.